All right, so listen, I'm here. And I know the presidential debate is going on. Basically, Joe Biden's telling Trump to shut the fuck up, and Trump is telling him you're going to die, and both of them are fighting, and either way, one of these niggas is going to be our president. All right, so this is Gagging with Jason Lee. This is my new late-night show where we talk a lot of shit, and it gets really reckless. Last week was such a mess with Armand. Uh, shout out to Armand Wiggins. He was a really good guest. He'll definitely be back. But uh, between Armand and Hazel E and all of you messy-ass people watching the show, the show was out of control. But nonetheless, it was uh, exciting. But tonight's going to be exciting, too, because now Prince is coming on. Prince Poppy Rosé from Love & Hip Hop Miami. He has a lot to say about what happened last week. And I heard he's been drinking, so I don't even know what's going to happen when he gets on here. And we also have Chris Sales, who's going to be here. Chris, you know, is an Internet sensation who's had a lot of a lot. He's had a lot going on. He don't even have all that hair anymore, I don't think. Or I don't know. Good looking guy. A lot of drama. All right. But look. Now I'm going to go ahead and use this opportunity to plug the thing that I'm wearing here and be my own Vanna White because Gagging with Jason Lee has merch. Take a look. So this is the merch. This is what I got on. Coffee mugs, buttons, hats, shirts, all the shit. I want you to show up. If you're going to go live with me and I'm going to spend three hours here, I want you to be wearing my shit. All right. So I see a lot of you are coming on. I'm going to put the uh, the StreamYard, put the link up so people can go live. I want to see you tonight. And I'm only going to be here till 9 o'clock. Because I got, you know, shit to do. But I'm going to be here long enough to talk to you. So if you want to go live with me, you can gag with it. You could click this link right. Is it right here? Right here. No, right. Okay, right here. Click this link and then you can go live. Or you can also get ready for the socialite sound off that's coming up later. Here's the, um, the message right here. This is the number. You can put 1402 gagging in your phones. You can save it. You can call in. You can say whatever you want. This is a show where I literally want the most recklessness to happen. If you call in and you're whack, that's what you're going to hear. And I'm disconnecting the call and I'm moving on. Because I'm telling you right now, some of you call in and you're telling me, I, you know, my weight loss looks good and I look cute or this and that. And I appreciate that, but that's not what this show is about. I don't need you to stroke my ego. I don't need you to tell me I look cute. I don't need you to tell me you like my hair. If you got a vagina, I don't need you trying to fuck me. I need you to call in and sound the fuck off. Again, here is the num the numbers right here. 1402 gagging. Put this in your phone. And if you've ever sucked a penis, that's the type of energy I need when you come on gag with me. Okay? If you've never sucked a penis, after the show, go find a penis, suck it, come back next week and tell me how you gagged on that. All right, well, listen, this is, uh, I know you guys uh, tune in to see me because I'm the host and I tune in to see you because, you know, y'all the socialites, y'all out here messy. <clears throat> in fact, somebody told me I needed to come up with a catchy name for all of the people that uh, tune in. And so I, I said, uh, this is Gag Nation. So we all a bunch of gaggers. All of you are gaggers. I'm a gag. I'm the king gagger, but you're the Gag Nation. So look, I know that even though you tune in to see me, you really tuned in for the tea with Jason Lee. All right, so we're going to go ahead and just jump right into it because, again, like I said, I got a lot going on tonight. That was a lot of applause. Can we cut the applause button down? Like, niggas ain't clapping for 20 minutes. All right, I see a lot of sexy uh, uh, people that have uh, put on their video. I see Can't See Me. I do see you. I don't know if you're an OnlyFans girl, honey. I think we've talked before, but when you when you came on, I said, oh, she just came from the OnlyFans set. All right, look, listen. All right, so we're going to go live, and hopefully the original show up. Don't know where Christine is. Maybe she's in the studio with 6 9 whatever. Okay, so my girl, NeNe Leakes, she's in the news. 
Now, I love Nene Licks and I love Wendy Williams. Y'all already know Wendy is my bitch. I'm going to hold her down. That is the queen of daytime tea. That is the person who literally does what I'm doing. And she kind of paved the way for all of us that do this. She paved the way for Perez. She paved the way for TMZ. She paved the way for the shade room. She paved the way for Ball Alert. She paved the way for all of these niggas. And so I got to talk about what's going on in the news with these two. Now, here's the deal. Let me first start by saying that when these two became friendly, I called Wendy and I said, this ain't going to end well. This is not going to end well because Nene has a strong personality and Wendy has a strong mouth. And when those two collide, it's going to be a problem. And Wendy wasn't tripping because Wendy really liked her and, you know, uh, Nene is a good time. But anyway, last Sunday during Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, the messy girl per uh, Kathy Griffin who came on my show, Andy had talked to Wendy about uh, Nene Leakes and asked her for her honest thoughts about whether or not uh, Nene should leave the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And Wendy didn't hold back because that's what she does. She says it like she means it. And this is what she said. Take a look. Nene is my friend, and I know her as Lanethia. I don't know her as this person on reality TV, just what I watch, you know. But um, I believe, and I told you this also, um, I believe that this is not a truth. Uh, Nene has quit the show several times, and you'll have her back. She told Andy that Nene was one of the girls who loves attention. We all know Nene loves attention, but what, what reality star doesn't love attention? That's why you do reality TV. Okay, speed the thing up. Thank you. So Wendy went on and on to say she loves attention. And, you know, Andy Andy set Wendy up for this because Andy and Wendy have had their own drama and Andy and Nene have their own drama right now. So, of course, when you get into it with somebody, what do you do? You bring somebody on that you know is going to trash them. You set them up. I've done it many times on my own show. You know what I mean? You set them up to say some crazy shit. So Wendy continued to go on saying that she don't see Nene doing another show because Nene would be boring. Now, to say something like that to Nene, you're going to piss her off. Now, if I would have said it, she probably wouldn't have went off on me because maybe she doesn't think I'm big enough to go off on her. But, of course, you get in a fight with Wendy. That's what happens. You end up on my show. This is what uh, Wendy said about Nene being hella boring. What are they going to do? Is it going to be like Greg and Nene? You're going to give them another reality show? That's boring. How about Nene being a grandmother? That's boring. You know, Nene and her own kids, that's boring. Nene trying to figure out Hollywood, that's boring. All right. Okay. Now, listen, when you call in later, you could tell me what you think if you'd watch Nene on her own reality show. I don't know. But either way, Nene caught the shade, didn't like it, um, and she went off on Wendy. Now, this is why I say, speed it up. This is why I say, if you do not like a person that talks shit, that does what I do, and this is why I tell celebrities all the time, the people that are watching right now, the people that log into my program, the people that support me, those are the people I do this for. I don't do it for celebrities. I don't do it to be popular. Because at the end of the day, celebrities are going to switch up and do whatever's hot. They're going to stop doing what's not. They're going to support you when you're doing your thing. They're not going to support you when you're not doing your thing. And, you know, at the end of the day, they're just trying to get clout. So... For celebrities to become friends with somebody that does what we do, if you're going to be Wendy's friend, I understand that if if I'm Wendy's friend, she may have to go on TV and talk shit about me if I do some shady shit, just like I got to do as well. So Nene went off on Wendy and Andy. She went to Twitter like most people do. This is what she said. I'm going to read the tweet. 
She said, the racist is the master manipulator. They're using me for ratings like they always have. They're going to leave my name out of these shows. Send me your best discrimination attorneys. And, to, and then she put her email. It's war. She said, they always manipulating black women to say negative things about each other while they sit down and enjoy us tearing each other down. Remember, Black Lives Matter. Remember, Breonna Taylor. Remember, the most racist network. Now, look. That didn't stop there. She went on and on. She said, I will always eat and eat good. Believe that. I have always believed in multiple streams of income, so the leaks are good. You old cocaine head and you old racist. No uh, no one knew you until you knew me. Remember, I'm icon. Don't forget. I'm not going to read the rest of this because it doesn't fucking matter. The point is, is that Nene now has taken it to a whole nother level. Wait, do we have the tweets of what she said about... Um... No, we have the video of her talking about Wendy's legs. The shade got even more real. Now, this I want I want you to know. I want you to tell me what you think when you call into uh socialize sound off. But look at this video, what Nene had to say. Wendy, for you, spend more of your time trying to figure out how you can drain your enormously large legs and feet, okay? Opposed to worrying about my family and what we are doing. You need to find the nearest water pill, okay? And Andy, remember, no one knew you until you knew me. Now listen, I like Nene. I like Nene. What up, Bell Twins? I like Nene, but let me be clear. Let me be clear, uh, Nene. And you know, you got my number and I got yours. But we would not know you. We would not know Andy without Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams is an icon. She was an icon of radio. She's been an icon. She's in the Hall of Fame. She has a star on Hollywood. She has uh, been running a number one talk show in the country that's in 150 countries for the last 11 years. You can't come on TV or on Instagram or wherever you are and talk about somebody who has their own show when you lost the show that you were on with a bunch of other girls. Wendy has the Wendy Williams show every day. You have the Real Housewives of Atlanta. You're not even branding yourself there. And I'm not even throwing any shade at you because I like you, Nene. But this is what I hate. This is when you this is what happens when you give people a little bit of clout and they think or they allow themselves to get too beside themselves where they just say the craziest shit. But if you can get canceled by your network, you don't have you don't have the clout to go there, in my opinion. And this makes this is what makes people not trust people. I always said I ain't never gonna change. I ain't gonna ne never gonna change. But then as I started getting clout, I start looking at the people I associate myself with because this type of shit happened. This is why I don't let people get too close to me. This is why I don't let celebrities come to my house. The only celebrity been in my house is Tiffany Haddish, but that's literally my family. Cardi can come over, Floyd can come over. But you know what? All these other motherfuckers act like they cool or you see me in pictures with. No. Now Rihanna can come over. Okay, Rihanna, Beyonce can come over. And y'all gonna stop saying that Beyonce was running from me. Half y'all running from the STD that your nigga got from his nigga. So don't fuck with me, Beyonce. Bitch, when you can get in the room with Beyonce, talk to me about Beyonce. Just like Nene, when you get a talk show, you talk about Wendy. Either way, uh, Wendy, can you put the preview on the screen so I can see me, please? Thank you. All right, so uh, that ain't it. Now, when, uh, Wendy has a best friend named Medina Milana. Now, Medina is a friend of mine. She's been on Growing Up Hip Hop. Medina don't give a fuck. She got a loose mouth. She's from New York. She's been in the streets, just like Wendy and her husband was in the streets. Medina went to Instagram today, and she had a message for, for Nene. Hold on. 
take a look. Okay, Nene, we're going to stop with these lies. We're going to stop with these games. Why don't you start telling the truth? First of all, you snuck your way back into Wendy's life. You tricked me. Y'all asked me to have a sit down, ask her to come to dinner, which I did. Your thirsty ass flew on the plane the next day. She was like, damn. I, she wasn't even going to go. I was like, you know, she jumped on a flight. She, she's like, she jumped on a flight, thirsty ass. So she comes to the dinner. Why? So you could be mean and evil and try to come back in her life and use her and lie on her? Why don't you start telling the truth? Talk about you, an icon. You're a whole bug. She won't even respond to you. I can't believe you have the nerve to say that. But why don't you talk about the part where when we was in a truck, you was letting French touch all on your snatch. That's right. You was all up under French Montana, a whole married woman, Nene. So what I'm going to tell you is this. You better fall all the way back. Keep everybody name at your mouth because if you keep coming for people, guess what's going to happen? It's going to be more stuff aired out, more receipts shown. And I don't think you want that smoke, boo. So fall back. Baby, she unloaded the whole clip. Now French Montana's dick has entered the conversation. And this is why you don't come for people. Because I always say, I'm cool as hell. But if you come for me, bitch, I'm burying your whole family. I'm going to tell y'all a story really quick. Do you want me to tell you the story? So I had a friend fuck one of my boyfriends once, right? And I'll, I'll fast forward the story. I ended up, I ended up cutting him with a knife. All right, now. <laughs> and I told him, if you ever fuck around with one of my friends again, because I still like them, you know what I mean? Like, you're still my friend. Yeah, I cut you. You know, we stitch it up. We'll move on. All right. So I said, if you ever mess around with one of my boyfriends again, I will fucking kill you. And I will fucking, because, I mean, I don't like being cheated on. And I'm fucking crazy. All right, when it comes to mind, don't touch my money, don't touch my men. You fuck with anything else, don't fuck with my money, don't fuck with my niggas. Period. It's simple. So one day I was at work and my brother calls. I was raising my brother at the time and he said, Did Josh move out? I said, No, Josh didn't move out. Why are you calling me? I'm at work. He's like, All his things are gone. I'm like, No, they're not. Go look in the other room. He's like, No, all his things are gone. Josh had moved out the house. He sent me a picture from his cell phone. Josh had taken all the shit I bought him, all the shoes, all the clothes, and he had moved the fuck out. If you haven't read my book, God must have forgot about me. Don't worry. It's not in there. But you'll hear about Josh. He's uh, he's uh, chapter five, toxic ass nigga. Dedicated the whole book to this dumb bitch. Now, listen. So I get the picture. All the shit's gone. So I do what any smart person did. I called Sprint and put a tracker on his phone, found out the nigga was at my friend house. Yes. I've never told this story, by the way. But if I'm going to spill everybody else's tea, bitch, I'm going to spill my own. I went to my car and I drove the fuck home. And when I tell you I had to drive from Walnut Creek to Stockton, baby, that hour ride, I was flying in that Mercedes Benz, calling everybody I knew to tell them I was going to prison for murder, saying my goodbyes. Baby, I was hot. Now, mind you, I showed up to the house. I pulled up the tracker, made sure he was still there. He was in another city, 43 miles away. I went to, um, where'd I go? I went to Home Depot. I bought a gas can, a metal pipe, and a lighter. <laughs> and I drove the fuck to that house, broad daylight. Jason Lee now, okay? This is not Jason Lee, Hollywood Unlocked or Gagging. 
This is Jason Lee, the responsible union director who left Kaiser Permanente for a family emergency when I was really going to commit murder. Y'all ain't even got, y'all not, wait, y'all not, uh, the best story is coming. And I'm telling you, they're going to talk shit about me first, but I don't give a fuck. So I flew to his house. Broad daylight. Hopped out the Mercedes Benz with a gas can full of unleaded fuel. Because I wasn't going to do premium. Not going to burn your house down with expensive gas. I'm going to save money for my commissary. Bitch, I'm burning it down. 89 burns like 92. It is what it is. So I get out the car and I start pouring gas on the house and I'm pouring gas on the grass and I'm pouring gas all on the car in the driveway. And there's a little kid riding by on his scooter and he goes, you gonna just burn the house up? <laughs> and I said, yes. So I'm pouring the gas. It's probably like 2.30 in the afternoon, pouring the gas and gas is flying everywhere. So I knock on the door. Hello. So this lady answers the door and I said, where my nigga at? And she said, who's your nigga? I said, Josh. She goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, look, bitch, I didn't already search the GPS. He's in the house. And if he don't come out in two minutes, I'm burning your house down. Now you could do what you want to do, but I'm, I've already prayed on it. God has already given me the pathway to burning it down because he gave me the resources to get the gas. He gave me the idea of how to burn it down and a pathway to get back to the freeway to get back to where I needed to go, okay? So she shuts the door. I go and I sit on my car and I'm waiting. So a minute later, the door opens, just like the way when Moses is part of the Red Sea. And my nigga walked out. And he walked directly to the car. And I said, get all your shit, put it in the car, you're going home. Like, you're not, you're not about to leave me like that, okay? So it didn't end there because my friend was upset. He got upset that I poured gas on his house. Now, I didn't light it on fire. <laughs> he could have rinsed the car down. It's not like the it's not like the gas burned the paint. Okay, there's gas in your neighborhood. Okay, so what? So what? Now, I thought it was over. So the man, my friend, calls me and he says, "When I see you, nigga, I'm a kid. I'm gonna beat your ass. Coming to my house, pouring gas on my house. My kids in the house. Blah blah blah. Okay, I guess his kid. I guess that's not cool. All right. Well, his kid. One of his kids was 18. So he called my boyfriend's phone to ask him why I was tripping. So I'm sitting there in the phone ringing. He's like, it's so-and-so. So I'm like, oh, you thought I was playing. So this is where it gets bad. Please don't judge me. You can tell me what you think on Socialized Sound Off. I drove to his kid's school, took him to lunch, took a picture with him, and then texted him the picture and said, if you call my nigga again, I'm gonna fuck your son. Yeah, I did it. Now, I didn't fuck his son because after that, he put a restraining order on me. And then I did. <laughs> and I couldn't go to his son's school no more. But that's the, that's the point. The point is putting Nene and Wendy back up. The point of all that bullshit is this production's fucked up tonight. And we still going to get through it because I don't give a fuck because y'all showed up. And I love you for that. And y'all are sticking with me. And the other point is, is that 
Don't betray people because you never ha know how they're going to react. Nene, this is going to get messy. Now you're you're allegedly playing. Uh, French Montana is allegedly playing with your Mary vagina. This is not going to end well. And you all know when you spend a lot of time with people, you get a lot of receipts. So she could go really left. And I don't know what else is going to happen. Medina called me and Medina said, I'm on all the smoke and I'm and I'm here for it. So I don't know at this point. It's above me now. I, I don't I don't know what to say. All right. So look, moving on. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is in is in the news again, and it ain't because Garcelle Beauvais is there, or it ain't there because of Nene Leakes. It's there because this girl might be joining. Now, look, Caitlyn still got a dick. Caitlyn can't be there. Now, I don't care what nobody say. You can call me transphobic or whatever, but no, I don't support this. I don't support this at all because... I mean, if Caitlyn's going to come on in a bikini and we see if some spillage of balls pops over the, the bikini, then maybe I'll be here for it. But I need to see his decathlon nuts. And if she don't have nuts, if she has nuts, she, she can't be a housewife. And that's not being, is that being transphobic? That's not being, is it? Really? How? Nah. No, because... Maybe let me ask this question. I don't, maybe I don't know. Can you be a transsexual woman but wanting to be with another woman? No, fuck that. No, no. Because you know what? Straight people are having a hard time figuring this puzzle out. Every week we change some shit. If you are a female with another female, you're a lesbian. So can you be a trans lesbian? You left your wife, put up Chris Jenner. You left this rich bitch right here, the mother of all the girls who fucking all the niggas. You left this money bag bitch who brought you back from the weedy box. She brought you back from the weedy box and she let you change your weenie in for a box. You let you went from weedy box to weenie box, and I don't don't. This show does not give a fuck if you think it's transphobic, because I'm not transphobic. I have friends that are trans, and they don't confuse me because they like what they, I know what they are doing. I'm confused at what the fuck Brucilla is doing. Now she wants to be on the Housewives of, of Beverly Hills, right? And her girlfriend. What's the girl's name? Sophia Hutchins, right? Okay, they're supposed to be joining. Now, you all know the Kardashian show got canceled. I mean, they ended it. They ended it. Well, how do you end a show that's super successful that actually built the network? You know they lost E! News. Now they don't, E! News, the network done lost E! News. Now they don't lost the Kardashian. I heard the Kardashian show got canceled, but whatever. You now have to figure out how you're going to get your money because you live out in Malibu and your weenie box, uh, your weedy box, weedy box is not working anymore. See what I did there? Your weedy box isn't working. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I love my dick too much. I ain't cutting this off. Mm -mm. My dick is the first thing I talk to in the morning. Good morning. Before I go downstairs to eat my cream of weed, I make sure it's awoke. All right, we talk. All right, nigga, we're going to go through a lot today. We're going to New York. Me and you.
Me and you. Me, you, and them Dominicans. We're going to be, oh, we just got back from Miami. Oh, I, but you got a night rest? Nigga, Friday we're going to New York. Me and my dick are best friends. So I don't know how she, I don't want to say nothing else because I don't need no LGB. What's the, what's the uh, ASPCA? Oh, GLAD. Not ASPCA. GLAD. I don't need GLAD coming for me. Them niggas ain't never gave me no award. I'm the first nationally syndicated gay host. And y'all ain't giving me shit. Why I ain't got no motherfucking war? So fuck it. I'll be glad at that, bitch. Yeah. I don't need no motherfucking award. I need a check. Awards don't pay your bills. All right. So apparently they started dating back in 2018. These two girls. And uh, Caitlin was formerly, you already know Bruce Jenner. Do we have a picture of Bruce? Of course we do. This was the ugliest old motherfucker that I've seen. This bitch looked like he was melting from the top of his wig all the way down to his dick pussy balls uh either way everything about him was wrong uh except for the fact that he got all that money from chris so apparently they were uh you know i just move on i don't care about all this shit either way they're supposed to be joining now now uh sophia sat down with eileen talking about she was thinking about coming on the show right and um i don't know what people think or whether they're here for it uh you can figure it out and tell me later if you think that they should uh, this is the Real Housewives. Do we have a picture of the cast? Now, I'm going to tell you what they need to do is put Nene Leaks there. I said it last week. I'm going to say it again. Nene Leaks should be a part of this. Her and Garcelle will have a black-on-black crime type situation. Uh, Denise Richards is fucking another girl. You got uh, uh, Erica Jane, who is above everybody. Lisa Renner, who is a real actress but don't have no career now, so she's on the show. And then you have you know, this pregnant girl who, I don't know, she has money. Her father was a singer. And I don't know the girl in the yellow looking like she's somebody, but she's probably a YouTuber. Either way, I think they should put Nene Leaks here. Uh, I don't want to see Caitlyn, unless we're going to see Caitlyn getting fucked or fucking, or are we going to see his dick get cut off? Her dick, her, if we're not going to see her dick get cut off, you know, on some, you know, National Geographic type shit, And if you're mad at me, I don't give a fuck. And Flame Row, your motherfucking nigga ass, bitch ass, gonna have to come up here on this show because I'm at this point tired of you going around telling people you don't want to do my show because you scared of me to talk about the gay shit. You got titties and a whole dick. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, Flame? How am I going? I'm not, I actually support you. I actually, I actually support you. And I don't understand why you wouldn't come on my show with you afraid. I ain't afraid of shit, Flame. Your name is Flame. You got titties and a dick. You can't be thinking that I'm going to... Feel some type of way. Come up here and do your thing. You went on the Breakfast Club and talked to them whole straight niggas because you you because you know they're afraid to ask you the questions that niggas want to ask. But I ain't worried about it. You in the same company as Megan the Stallion. She ain't coming either because she got shot and I had something to say about it. Well, what I really got to say is how she tried to get Kylie Jenner kicked out of Cardi's video. Nobody knows that though. Did y'all catch that? Did you catch it? okay whatever all right well if you guys don't get signed to bravo maybe you can go to net geo i'm done with this all right now i don't want to talk about this girl because she might kill herself but fuck it put her up here now listen oh oh wait no no i don't want to talk about this one go to the next one i want to talk about i don't want to talk about it. all right put up demi now listen 
I don't want to talk about this girl because then if she gets on, if she gets assigned to the suicide hotline tonight, y'all going to be burning down my Instagram telling me how insensitive I is. Last time I talked about Ariana Grande, they made anime of people killing me on YouTube. I had fucking Beyonce fans, Nikki fans, and Ariana Grande fans. They done made a whole commercial, I mean, a whole cartoon out of them beating me in the head with sticks and shooting me while I was dying on the corner. Y'all some sick ass little fucking kids. And that's the reason why your daddy's touching you. And that's the reason why uh, your mama, done, she didn't she done fuck your cousin's uncle. Y'all sick ass fucking fan club motherfuckers that be coming for me. What you have to realize is that you can't come for a nigga who ain't afraid of you. I don't care about none of y'all. And your artists ain't all that. They all broke right now due to COVID. Maybe except for Beyonce and Nikki got money. I don't know what Ariana's doing. She be licking donuts and shit. And I don't even know why people like Ariana Grande. I mean, is she good? She is? Oh. Now, Demi is a pretty chick. Now, I'm going to tell you, this is her boyfriend. His name is Max Ehrlich. Well, he was her fiance. He was her fiance. Remember, she recently announced that they were uh, engaged and that they were going to be together. They moved in and everything by April. They only started dating in March, so they moved in a month later. Now, I'm going to tell you why they moved in. She has a drug habit. She's suicidal, and she's... You know how you get a box with a marble in it and you shake it and it rattles? Either way, they moved in a month later. Now, the toxic-ass nigga I told you who I'm with made me burn down a whole neighborhood. I met him, fucked him, and moved him in a week later. That sex was so good, I moved my house right across the street from my job so I could go home and fuck during lunch. We fucked in the morning. We fucked at lunch. We fucked as soon as I got home before dinner and fucked before we went to sleep. There was so much mileage on my dick, it almost looked like the ring around uh, Flame and Rose's eyes. Now, look. I said what it said, and it can get worse. Because I'm on the only reason Flame and Rose gets a pass is because of Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany's the one that turned me on to, Fl uh, to Flame. And I went and watched the Netflix special, and I, Flame is so fucking hilarious. That I was like, shit, I got to get flame on my show. But when you when you afraid to come and talk to me because I'm gay and you get and you a whole gay nigga dick pussy dick we she he we de, they 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 and them you were they and them how are you gonna be mad at me? Fucking bullshit. Either way, put these niggas back up. These motherfuckers moved in together a month a week a month after they met each other. Damn, he's cute. I would kiss a white guy. But his, you know, he, he it got to be a lot of stipulations. Either way, so they they accelerated their relationship during the pandemic, and they moved on, moved in, all that. And then the, he then said that he found out that she left him and ended it on Twitter, on on Instagram, or whatever. Do we have a picture of the tweets or what he said? He said, "Imagine finding out the status of your relationship through a tabloid." Did he say anything else? Or was that it? Okay. Well, anyway, that's enough. Now. I could tell you what happens if you find out through a tabloid or say somebody moves out. You rush home from work and you get gas and a pipe and a lighter and you burn a fucking house down. That's and then that's what the fuck you do. Hello, Max, you giving her a lot, you still let it no, 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 no. If you date me, bitch, the only way you're leaving is if we sit down like the finale at the celebrity apprentice and we have to talk it out, and then somebody gotta get fired. 
and then we go our separate ways. You pack your shit. You you drive, walk down to the car with your bag, and you get in, and they shut the door, and you drive away. And then I look at my penis and say, "What city are we going to?" There, you are not going to leave me by posting shit on Instagram. Now I'm a very secure motherfucker, but I do like to cuddle, and I am emotional. So if you want to leave me, just say, "Hey, nigga, it's not working. I'm out. Cool, peace." But if I come home and you done moved all your shit out and I paid for it, Max, call me. I'm gonna tell you what to do. Matter of fact, I got a coupon for Home Depot. You can get some, you could burn Demi shit down in the middle of the night and blame it on the wildfires in California. Not that you should. Gagging. How you get dumped by a bitch that does heroin and cocaine? See, Max, this is your problem. You thought you had a come up. You thought she was going to come up off of Demi Lovato. You thought that that 60 million followers that she had was going to get your cloud up so we could find out what the fuck you do. None of us care what you do, Max. You're, we're not going to talk about you after tonight. You're going to wither away and be as irrelevant as... Who's irrelevant right now? Tanache. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, Tanache, if I ever see you perform at an elegant event again in some tennis shoes, bitch, I'm telling you right now, I'm calling Jay-Z myself. I don't even have Jay-Z's number, but I don't know why he signed Tanache because the girl says that she's not famous because she's light-skinned. Now, who, have you ever heard some shit like that? Now, I'm light-skinned. On behalf of all light-skinned people, we no longer, we, we not fucking with you. All right. Well, let me tell you, I got my own story about Demi Lovato. Put, you got a picture of us? <laughs> all right so look i'm gonna i'm gonna take you inside of jamie fox's house and no it's not the nude basketball game where all the niggas are running around with their dicks swinging at each other and playing defense Why is everybody's face on the video shocked? Everybody's just gasping for air. Are you guys okay? You gotta, you gotta. Not girl, I know. Just stay there. Don't go nowhere. Don't go nowhere. Okay. So I was at Jamie Foxx's house with Floyd Mayweather. And it was a BET party a couple of years ago, two, three years ago, whatever. And we're sitting there chilling, you know, we, we the money team, so we cool. You know what I mean? We ain't got to impress nobody. You know what I mean? I don't have no money, but Floyd does. So I'm with him. So we got money. Uh, and so Demi Lovato walks up to me and says, can you introduce me to Floyd Mayweather? I'm like, oh, my God, of course, you're Demi Lovato. So I introduced Demi Lovato to Floyd Mayweather. And so I'm like, Floyd, this is Demi. Demi, this is Floyd. And Floyd says, who is that? I said, Floyd, that's Demi Lovato. He's like, show me her Instagram. What does she do? I said, she's a singer. She's a pretty big artist. I show him her Instagram. He says, why that bitch got 50, 60 million followers? I said, because she's Demi Lovato. Nigga, she's Demi Lovato. He's like, I don't know what the, what is she? I don't know her fucking music. I don't know nothing about her. He doesn't know who Ariana Grande is either, but whatever. So Demi wants to meet him. I connect him. They take a picture together and, you know, Floyd's like, whatever. He gets her number or something, I think, or whatever, you know. He probably wanted to hit it. He didn't know she was. 
Because Floyd ain't gonna have sex with you if you're shooting up and snorting. Like he don't. He's a he's a germaphobe. He don't even fuck around with drugs and shit. Like he don't drink. He don't smoke. He don't smoke weed. He all he does is run, punch a bag, and go shopping. He got money. All right. Well, anyway, put the picture up with me and Demi. Now this picture of me and Demi Lovato was taken backstage at Floyd Mayweather's fight when he fought Conor McGregor. I don't know if you remember, she sung the national anthem. If you don't remember, take a look at this video. Video. Can you see by the dawn? All right, cool. We can see that you were doing drugs before that. But either way, she performed allegedly. Damn, we need to start putting that disclaimer up, huh? Fuck. This basically says, don't sue me for shit. And everything I say is not my fault. It's Kelvin's. All right. So she sung at the thing. How did you get that job, Demi? I've never told this story. I'm going to tell you how Demi got that job. Turn the sound on. What's happening? Can you hear me now? This shit will be fixed next week because I am fucking going to make sure of it. Okay. Do you want to meet the guy who got her the job? Do you guys want to meet the guy who made sure that she got hired for that? Do you want to meet the guy? Who called Floyd Mayweather to tell him about the girl he didn't know nothing about? To tell him that she'd be great to sing the national anthem. Me. And do you know how much I got from that? Zero. But you know what the deal was with me and Demi? I said to Demi's people, I will get her to sing at the national anthem at the fight if she will do a, a product partnership with Hollywood Unlocked and we can launch it together and share money and she agreed to it and then the minute she sang she said her people said no we're not going to do that so when it comes to commitments of course she can't uphold a commitment because she's always on she's always fucked up so uh Demi uh I don't want to hear no posts about you feeling suicidal or you wanted a man or I don't want to hear none of that shit I don't feel sorry for you no more I don't feel sorry for you Max I don't feel sorry for you no more either because you should have went to Home Depot. You should have got a gas can. Uh, and you should have filled up your car and got the fuck out of there. Like how I did that. Not going to sue me. All right. Well, either way, look, I'm done with this girl. Coming up later, we have the um, Socialite Sound Off. Uh, this is the number right here that you should put in your phone. one four zero two gagging If you call in and you ain't got shit to say, you're going to hear this sound. And I'm dropping your call. Because I got something to do at 9 o'clock tonight. And I'm not spending three hours here, although I love it. I'm also not spending three hours because this production is fucked up, but I'm doing the best that I can. But if you knew me and I knew that I was a perfectionist, you know that I am so hot right now that I'm sweating under this. Go live with me who are actually wearing this sweater. So if you like going live with me, you need to be wearing the merch. You need to be drinking out of your cup. And if you don't have it, then uh, I probably won't see you. All right. Also, somebody gave me $20. Let me see who did that. Darlene Wakefield. Thank you. You can go ahead and light up the super chat too, because um, I need to go to lunch tomorrow and I don't want to spend my own money. But either way, uh, I'm now going to bring Izzy on. Okay. So I'm going to be bringing in uh, Prince Poppy Rose uh, from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. As you know, last week, Armand was here and he had a lot to say. 
And I have a lot to say. And I've known Prince for a long time. I knew Prince before. I was on Love and Hip Hop before he was on Love and Hip Hop. And uh, to know Prince personally, he's a great guy. Now, to know his persona, I don't know. That's kind of questionable. And I'm going to let y'all get into that. Uh, but we're going to bring him in. Are we bringing him in now? I just didn't know if he's coming out. Well, I guess we got to wait 10 seconds. Long, 10, 10 seconds and $2,000 is the only thing I hear in Hollywood Lock. Everything I buy is $2,000 and everything I wait for is 10 seconds. So, shit, I'm so sick of paying $2,000 and waiting 10 seconds. Are we ready now? Uh, hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, what's up? Okay, so Prince Poppy Rose is here. Now, like I said, I've known Prince for a long time. He's in uh he's in an undisclosed location. He ain't he's not in Florida. That's some bullshit. He's in an undisclosed location because it's his birthday. But after last week, though. Uh, where did this nigga go? I'm just closing it so it's not like loud. Now, if a nigga did this to Oprah, they it would be a problem, and that's part of what happened last week. Armand Wiggins came on had a lot to say about how you didn't respect his business and his brand. And as you know, me, you had a lot of texting uh, over the weekend while I was in Miami. And you were in LA, and you were not happy with the show last week. Uh, but I did want to preface this by saying it again. I know Prince personally, the Prince, not the personality, Prince the person. And uh, and interestingly enough, his public persona has become something different than the person that I know. And he doesn't like when I do my job because he says I'm too messy. All right. So last week you saw I had Armand and, and you said you watched the show. Uh, I'm going to get to that in a minute. Yeah, I did. But first and more pressing, I want to talk to you about the lawsuit that you have with Tory Lanez. Uh, you you were in a fight with him before Megan was. You didn't get shot, but you did get hit. And this happened in Miami at Live. Uh, what people don't know, Prince is one of the most popular uh, nightclub promoters or was one of the most popular nightclub promoters in Miami. Uh, that's how I came to know him. If you wanted to get in somewhere hot, you called him and he took care of you. Always took care of me. Um, but you got into it with Tori. What can you talk about what happened? So people know your side of what happened and then where we are with the lawsuit. All right. I, 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 I did a song in March. Subsequently, Tori dropped a song in November, coincidentally with the same exact beat. No biggie, Tori's Tori. So I went to Instagram and I kind of voiced my disdain uh, towards the DJs in Miami, the ones that I had relationships with, the ones that, you know, I took care of every night, made sure their guests were coming. You had a relationship with them and they were playing his song but weren't playing yours. They, yeah, they told me that it wasn't a club record, but it was the same exact beat. So, you know, I was a little bit upset. I was kind of like, damn, you know me, Jason. Like, I, I'll definitely, like, say something. So I guess it got back to, to Tori's team, and um, I, I don't know. I guess they felt that I was insinuating that they stole the record from me, which I, you know, like, I never said that. If I want to say it, I would just say it. So Uno called me, which is his A&R slash manager. We had like a 30, 45 minute conversation, which was heated at first because they, they came at me strong and I, I brought the same energy back. But then they understood my point and I understood their point. I understood why they may have felt that I was insinuating that. So I took down off of Instagram what they felt was making it seem like that. And then I even went as far as to go on Instagram live and create stories and tell them, you know, like, Listen, I have no problem with Tori's team or his production or Tori himself. It was with the DJs, blah, 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 blah. Fast forward to that night. 
um boss comes up to me golden boy he's just like yo tori wants to holler everything okay i'm like yeah i think so i spoke to uno earlier uh go to tori's table i lean forward to say what's up and he just says yo what the fuck was you thinking nigga and he just goes to swing immediately um and that's where you see me in the video i go like this he misses then he jumps over and then they they jump me so whatever the jumping happens um didn't call the cops didn't press charges didn't kick him out the club i left the next night we met up it was me um my boss him and like 10 of his entourage we spoke he said that uno never relayed the conversation to him he never told him that we spoke and cleared the air he apologized he said that he was going to you know shoot me some money for for my tooth for getting fucked up did you um say you? no sh- <laughs> You definitely say he was gonna shoot you. Uh, shoot me some, uh, throw me some money. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, and he just told me send him, send him a couple records, um, and he'll you know connect me with the people I need to be connected with because of the kind of music that I make. So cool, we did that. Then like two weeks pass, and nigga just disappears off the face of the earth. And um, so at that point, it was above me. I just gave it to the Johnny Cochran firm. They were already on my line about it. And I was just like, nah, you give him some time. I'm giving some time to try to make it right. Um, and when he was just kind of like, fuck you, I just let it go. And like a lot of people are saying like, oh, the timing is very coincidental. Now it's after the, the, the Meg shooting. But what a lot of people don't understand is that we've been trying to work it out with him behind the scenes for a long time. Didn't press charges. We didn't call the cops. Even when we filed the, the initial suit, we tried to word the suit in a way that his insurance would take care of it. So Tory has insurance that takes care of whenever his entourage does some stupid shit, basically, for the most part. So we tried to word it so that it would help him, so that the insurance would pay it and he wouldn't have to come out of his pocket. Well, insurance was just like, nah, we're not paying it. The video's all over the place. They've seen it. So week before last, right before everybody heard about the suit, they finally came with like a, a settlement offer. And I just wasn't feeling the number. A lot so, of money? How much was it? Not enough, not 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 enough from a million dollar lawsuit from what we initially started with. So, was it at least six figures? It was a it fluctuated between six and five, and I wasn't happy. That's good, nah, bro. I've been, bro, it wasn't good, bro. It wasn't good because the stallion, he ain't gonna have no money to deal with a fight. Man, quarantine, radio, corona, wrote his ass to shake. He'll be all right, bro. Listen, I'm not asking for a lot, bro. I'm not asking for a lot. <laughs> I'm really not. When you get Johnny Cochran on the, I mean, Johnny Cochran's dead and he's still taking niggas' money. So, I mean, you know what I mean? You're going to get bad press. You're going to get, it's just. And you know what, bro? People have said that to me and it's like, I, I, I've i had no qualms about that press. He's going to get bad. Like, when you get Johnny Cochran. The other oh. person gets bad press. He's already in the news for shooting Megan the Stallion. He might get deported. I mean, why even just settle it and move on? Yeah, I'm 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 fine with settling, but not you're not gonna try me with that little ass number. Like that's just not gonna happen. Cause you gotta understand, bro, like this is embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been ridiculed, like I'm on every media outlet when it first happened and recently and i'm not even being referred to as who i am like i'm like my own person i'm like my own entity niggas is just saying like tory jumped some nigga in miami and it's kind of like disrespectful and it sucks because i'm not like an out-of-pocket nigga you know like i'm not someone that just walks around acting like i'm just this gangster ass nigga trying to be in trouble all the time you know I'm, I'm very chill i'm not gonna sit here and act like 
I don't bring some of the shit on me that happens to me because, you know, I, I am mouthy, I'm emotional, I'm sensitive, but, I, you know, I'm not no fuck nigga. I'm out here in the streets, like, doing crazy, shady shit, you know what I'm saying? I stay to myself. Now, here's the problem that I have with you. Now, the Chris that, the Prince that showed up today, I know you as Chris, but Prince, you're a cool guy, you're a, a fun person to party with, you're super, um... You take care of people. You you make sure everybody's good. Not just at the club, but just in general. You're just person that's where Poppy Rose, I don't like him. I don't like him because he gets in the way of my friendship with Chris. He gets in my friendship in my way. He gets in the way of people getting to know how dope you are as a person. Uh, and I think it all started around when you were on Love and Hip Hop and you and and to know you me the way I know you, you know I'm gay. You've been my friend uh from knowing I was gay before, even before I was friends with Floyd and all that. And and it's never bothered you. I'd be at your table. I've come in. I've been at your table and brought two niggas. You're like, all right, you're doing a lot, but I ain't tripping because you you just are that the prince that I know is cool like that. You're very confident who you are. Um, I think when you went on Love and Hip Hop and you showed how confident you were in your relationship with Bobby, the way they edited it and portrayed it in the media and in the media and in the uh, and in the press, you know, made it look like you might have been gay, even though I knew you weren't and you know you weren't. Um, but I think you let that shit bother you to the point to where you just started getting really jaded with everybody. And I mean, is that accurate? Yeah, it is. I, I can definitely say that. Um, Yeah, because like even even afterwards, when like people were starting to say the initial shit, they were starting to say to me, I still didn't give a fuck. I came out with poppy shampoo. I was pushing the pink shit. I fucking straighten my hair i was just like fuck these people but like it's it was kind of like fighting the ocean you know what i'm saying and then like everybody around me just started doing like fake and phony shit and like just even the, the friendships and relationships that i had before tv were disintegrating and everyone around me was just doing things and it's like I, you know i hate to try to paint myself as as a victim because again I, I know my flaws and i own them i'm emotional i'm sensitive but i just feel like people started doing things to me that i would just never do to them and it really fucked me up. So it's like, I don't know who to fuck with. I don't know who to trust. I don't know if someone, I can't even respond to DMs because I don't know if someone's just trying to trap me so they can say, oh, he's gay. I got him, I got him talking to me when it's just like, what just happened to just, you know, normal human interaction. And, you know, like, it, it, so it has, it fucked me up and it sucks. Like, I missed the old me. Okay, but now, you know, we just recently had our mom Wiggins here on the show. And this is the difference between Chris Prince, who I know, and Poppy Rose. You, whatever happened between you two, they had a disagreement, fell out. You know, uh, there was something that was said, and we posted that last week. I'm going to play that real quick for people to understand what we're talking about, and then let's get into that. Go ahead. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, nigga. You was copping, please, and damn near ready to suck some dick for me to get on that show, nigga. That's how cool you wanted to be with a nigga. And you're right. That is some faggot shit. You are a fucking faggot, nigga. Now, I told you personally... My issue with that, I know you were really mad at me. Uh, see, Prince and I are going to be friends forever. I don't give a fuck what he be saying. He be texting me all types of shit and sending gun emojis and all that. And I just be like, Prince, I'm going to you today. But I understand the, the challenge that you're having with the media and with the fans and all that. And then you get into it with somebody and then something like that get out. What made you mad about what happened last week here on the show? And with that clip, how did that happen? Because you already know as a gay man, that ain't cool. Um, well, I just didn't, as my friend, because I know that you have to 
you know, you still have to, you have your job that you have to do. But as your, as my friend, I just felt like you were just, you know, like being facetious and shade towards me, like with some of the things that you said, like, so that was like my personal issue with you. I didn't care that Armand was being messy or like, you know, you got to feed into it. But it's just like when you were referring to me personally with the relationship that we have, it was kind of like, you know, like you were kind of like, I don't know, just downplaying just who I am as a person, like the hard work that I put in, like, you know, like I get it, like, you know, my music's not mainstream, but you know, like I'm trying, you feel me? I'm not comparing myself to Liz or anybody else, but it took eight years for her record to, you know, take off. You know, I'm just doing what I love and just trying to be great at something, you know, like just trying to figure out like everybody else. I feel like people think that I have my path set or that I'm supposed to just be a promoter my entire life. And it's just like, you know, I got goals and I got shit that I'm trying to accomplish too, you feel me? So as far as the, the Armand thing, he had he had said some shit to me. He's just like, oh, now you're going around telling people that I wanted to suck your dick to get on my show? The nerve, suck your dick? Like, that's some faggot shit. And I was just like, you right, nigga, that is some faggot shit. And when I, when I had said it, I was just like, you, you, like you, that's how cool he wanted to be. Like, he came on the show and switched it up and was, you know, talking all that shit. But it was just like, when he was hitting me up, he, he was trying to be cool with me. Like he wanted to be friends and JC, you know me, like I put my best foot forward everybody. So like, I, I tried to be friends with him. Like I, you know, like, or be cool. Like he's a blogger, try to build a relationship with him. Um, He hit me up randomly out of blue when, at when the Tory Lanez incident first happened. And he's like, Hey, you got into a fight with Tory last night. I didn't respond to it because I just felt like, like we didn't have that kind of relationship for you to be hitting me up, trying to basically get an exclusive. Cause it was clearly just for the show. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't respond. And then when you saw my text message from out of nowhere, it was after I watched, it was after I watched his show and I heard what he had to say about me. Because again, it's just like, damn, like I put myself out there. I put my best foot forward. Not to say that I'm a, I'm above him or he's beneath me or he's above me, I'm beneath him, but I didn't have to do the show. You know what I'm saying? I was going out of my way to do it, to to show him and his audience that I'm not the person that's trying to portray me to be like, to have a conversation with them. That's what, that's what I was saying. So yeah, yeah, in a way he was going to do me a favor so I could have the opportunity to speak but it was just like i didn't have to say anything at all if i listened to you or like everybody else and just ignore the motherfuckers i wouldn't have had a conversation with them in the first place but i put myself out there to show people you know what i'm saying they're calling them a faggot now let we got to talk about that what did you think that that was cool i mean clearly you know that you that word not nah, i didn't think it was cool and it, and you know it wasn't like an appropriate use of the word but like come on bro like no one everyone knows that i'm not homophobic and i at all and i'm not like justifying my use of the word but it was it was just kind of like just throwing it back at him like how he was saying towards me like that's just how he was acting like i have respect for all people like all shapes colors sizes creeds genders religion political views but it's just like like i feel like when you're like just disrespectful and you're just like messy and like that's just it's just you feel me it's just like being a nigga it's being ignorant it's just like why are you acting like that for what like I, i've never disrespect you i don't go around here like throwing f-bombs all day i was on tv best friends with a whole flaming flamboyant homosexual like come on bro like for real like me so it's just like to, to, to attack me or but it, it don't get no more gear than you and, and and bobby is making this money on OnlyFans. god bless and bobby don't give a shit but i did thought i mean i thought that was cool on love and hip-hop that you were able to show that and i don't even know if on love and hip-hop we've seen that relationship and i was kind of annoyed at how they played you uh and we know how the show is we know how the editing goes 
I think, though, you know what, though, on there, just to kind of like speak for them initially, I think they were caught off guard, too, because like even when I, I initially sat down with Stephanie Gale and Mona and everybody, they had a different vision for me. They thought I was going to be something else for the show. And then, it you know, like the fans reception and how they felt about me just took over. And then like producer minds like, all right, well, this is how they feel. This is what we're going to feed into. And at that point, it was kind of like out of our hand. But they had a vision and a goal for me and who they wanted me to be on the show. And I guess like to the community of people that watch the show, I just I just didn't fit that. Okay, so out of everything that happened last week, uh, where where are you with everything now? I mean, we've had our conversation. You are you piecing it up with Armand and moving on? Are you over it? I'm sure he's going to react to this video and have a lot to say. Um, where are you with everything? I mean. Like I said, bro, like I, I'm a Li- I'm a Libra, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't tip our scales. I'll always still be me. I mean, I'm just gonna have to like let it go. There's nothing I can do. I can't like beef with them. Can't go flying and fight them. It's just like I said, it just kind of like sucks because I really do try to put my best foot forward. And you know, I'm sorry for using the word. You know, I, I'm not a disrespectful person. I have nothing but love for the LGBT community. They they're some of the only people that actually show me love. You know, even though like some of them are kind of like rude and disrespectful. But I have nothing but you let people see this person why why like i feel like you've become slave to a image that you need to put out like i feel like if people meet the person that i know they will love him why not just show people that it's it's kind of hard bro it's like people just like take advantage and it's like I'm tired of getting picked on. Like even on loving hip hop, I got into everybody. Like females, niggas, for what? I support everybody. Like how I'm getting into issues. So. But don't you feel like your own image of who you really are is enough? I used to. And then don't lose that guy i'm I'm just i'm telling i'm talking to you as a friend don't lose that guy because the love and hip-hop shit come and go the internet shit come and go and at the end of the day like I, i'm telling you and this is a person that i know you're not homophobic i know personally you're not homophobic i don't give a fuck if people get mad at me and say oh some people say oh why are you giving this homophobic platform i know you're not homophobic and i know personally our conversations and how you struggle with the editing love and hip-hop and all that shit and i can't even imagine how much you've had to endure online but i'm telling you from me to you and we did not talk about this before the show if you let people see you for who you are and i ain't talking about on your private OnlyFans account i'm talking about just who you are people will like you because you're you're a dope dude you have great style and you know what I remember back in my day, because you know, I was born in the 70s, they used to call Prince gay. This nigga was out here slaying bitches left and right. Uh, all, Michael Jackson was a predator, but that's what happens when you get successful. When you're on, people hate. You got to literally shut that shit out and like not ever leave a receipt. Don't ever leave a receipt. Don't leave voice notes. Don't text shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they're going crazy that you said something about OnlyFans in the comments. You're funny. <laughs> oh yeah, Prince has a big penis. By the way, I've never seen it in person, but I did see some OnlyFans print shit. And um, yeah, go subscribe to that shit and come back. And if you can screenshot it, send it to me, and we'll work it out. All right, look, um, he's rolling up. He has a new song called "Rush" featuring. I Ryan. do, and um, it's available right now on all streaming platforms. You 
tell me about the song really quick and how that came about. Um, so there's a song uh, back in the day called I'm So High by Grind Mode. Uh, it was a really, really, really big Miami song. Went really, really big. We ended up kind of like sampling the song and using it. So we shot the video and everything. And right before I put it out, I said, um, you know what, let me just DM him, see if he'd want to like hop on it or something. And he responded and he really, really fucked with the song, the message behind the song, like the lyrics to the song. The song's actually about my ex. Uh, the lyrics talk about like how I lost her and just like, it, it was just really like dope really quickly. So we got it done. He hopped on it and it's it's actually getting radio play in Miami. Like it's it's slowly but surely like going, you know? So it's pretty cool. We're gonna get ready to drop the video soon. Oh, we have the video. Yeah, yeah, you do have the video. You have the video? Okay, well, play it. She said she love me, but despise it, it's the liar in me. She hit the blush, she took a puff, and now she high as could be. She wished me love, she said good luck, goodbye, and just leave. She grabbed her luggage, walked up out the door, and just left the keys. Oh, why you in a rush to go? Oh, why you in a rush to go? Oh, why you in a rush to go? Oh, why you in a rush? I thought I was the best, I took a chance and placed the bet Opposite of champ, I lost my ex to her ex Every bad bitch I ever fucked with up and left I got mommy issues causing craters in my chest I blame her for all of it, I can't show love I failed the test and once you in my trap, I loosen up And I forget to be attentive to your knees and love That's why you're dead, that's why you're dead and if your name ain't make it in the song, you wasn't shit Another notch up on my belt, cross off my bucket list Guess he is a better man, I guess he is a better man And if you get another, you will never fuck it up again Said if you get another, you will never fuck it up again She said she love me, but despise it, still out here in me She hit the blunt, she took a puff, and now she high as could be she wished me love, she said good luck, goodbye and sleep. She grabbed her luggage, walked up out the door and just left the keys. Oh, why you in a rush to go? 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 Listen, Rush, this is what I'm going to do because this production is playing and the creativity was dope. I'm going to post it on Hollywood Unlocks Instagram tonight. Can we post it? It's out, right? Yes, yeah, out. out. The video isn't, but the song is. Post The video's not? 
the video's not out yet, so that was kind of like you just previewed it for everyone, but the song is out, so you can you can still do it. Though. No, I thought it was out. Why well, wouldn't play the whole thing? No, nah, I'm not. Well, the whole you don't have the whole thing. You don't have grind modes part, so it's all good. So when does the video come out? We're still working on the release date for. We're seeing how the numbers do, but um, you can still post it through promo. It's coming soon. Are you sure? Promise. Appreciate it. It tomorrow on our IGTV and tag minute. Okay, we're gonna post it. I'm gonna let you go back to celebrating your birthday. It was a whole different nigga that showed up tonight. I was ready for some uh, fireworks. I support you, and I'm glad that you took responsibility of the, of the F word. Please don't ever use that again. In my book, I talk about when I became friends with Floyd, and Floyd used to use that that word regular, not regularly, but he would use it not even in a way of dissing gay people. Just you know, when you grow up and you say it. And, and uh, you know, I asked him not to use it and he doesn't use it anymore. And that's in the book. And, and I just I, I want people to see you for who you are. And we'll talk offline about how I can, you know, work, you know, help you and how, whatever I could do to help you. You know, I will. You've always been good to me. And um, yeah, we'll talk soon. All right, brother. Appreciate you, man. Bye, Prince. Bye to Prince. But now we're going to say hello to Chris. We're not even getting into the commercial shit because I'm so over the show tonight. But I want to get to the fans and the people that are supporting Bell Twins, I'm so fucking hot. You don't even understand. And, um, you know, Prince, uh, he, although he's gone, you guys know Socialite Soundup is coming. Socialite. Put the number up. I just can't fuck tonight. Socialite Soundup is coming up. Uh, and y'all will be able to call in, you know, and say whatever you want, you know, whatever you want reason. People have feelings, y'all. Y'all are ruthless. I thought I was messy. It's the Bell Twins. It's Alibaba Hakaba. It's all y'all messy people that make this show a hit, and and I be in the streets getting threatened. So I'm just telling you right now, I'm just gonna be sitting here sipping my water. But you know, the Chris who came on tonight, the Prince who came on tonight, that's the nigga that I know, and he really is a he is a nice person. But I'm gonna leave it to y'all to figure out. All right, is Chris Sales ready? Bring him on. Hi. Yo, what up, though? Hey, how are you? Okay, wait. So, Chris, first of all, you look better without all the hair. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You know, I had to do a change. Okay, wait. So, where are you staying? Are you are you in Texas? Where are you? Yeah, I'm in Houston. You're in Houston. Okay. Yeah. So, your, your adorable son uh, to your left. How old is he now? How old are you, baby? You're five and you're already famous. You got more famous before I did. <laughs> he said you're famous. I'm famous? I guess so. <laughs> famous. Okay, listen. Now, you know, I have to, I, I, mean, I got to behave. You got your kid here. But that's also your new baby, right? Yep. Yep. Artist, his name is Artist Sales. And so you, the baby was born on the 19th of what, this month? Yep, of, of September. Yep. So 10 days, your kid's 10 days old? Yep, yep. Wait, so who is the new baby by? Because, I mean, is, has it been a secret? that is, Have you kept it a secret? Do we know? Because somebody said Italy B, but I don't know who Italy B is. Okay, so, uh, so the, so his mother, her, his name, I mean, her name is Erica. Uh, we, like, messed around the cut, like, maybe, like, huh? Can we, do you hear me now? Okay. So, yeah, I can, I can. Chris, go ahead. Okay, her uh, his mom name is Erica. Um, we messed around like two times. She told me she was pregnant, and I was like, you know, uh, I'm like, you know, cool. Like if it's if it's if it's my son, you know, I'm gonna take care of my responsibility. 
Um, I mean, that was really it. Like she told me she was pregnant and she told me the date that she got pregnant and that's the time I was messing with her. So then I was like, all right, cool, you know, if it's my, but then she, she tried to expose some stuff on social media. So I stopped talking to her completely. So then she reached back out to me like, I'm in labor. She like, so you need to come, like come right now. So I, I, I rushed up to talk to her the whole nine months she was pregnant. No, I haven't talked because she like she was doing like like full gazy stuff, like like exposing I, I our conversation. We were posting it and everybody was posting it. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, like she exposed the conversation. So I'm like, like, what is your intentions? Like she she posted like, I wanna have I'm I'm about to have a baby with Chris Hills. I'm like, that's that's childish, you know what I'm saying? Just that keep that between us, you know what I'm saying? So and then uh so when she exposed that, I like blocked her on everything. Like I'm like, I'm kind of done with her. I don't want no parts with her. You know, but I'm like, I can't be no deadbeat dad, you know, because I didn't I didn't know my biological dad. So I'm like, I'm going to always be in my son's life. So I unblocked her on my text messages. And I was like, um, we talked a couple times and that was it. We talked like one more time after she did all of that. And then she told me she was in labor. So I rushed to the hospital. I was with her for like three days. He's, uh, um, you know, he was a premature baby. So I was with her for like those three days until they released us. And then, you know, that was it. But yeah, we messed around for like two times and she told me, but I, you know, I mean, it's, it's whatever. So what's the relationship like now? Um, we're cool. We're cool. We talk, we're cordial. Um, um, we both, you know, do our parts, play our parts, but I have a majority of the time, you know, while she doing, you know, doing what she do. But I'm gonna be like, you know, being a single dad, you know, taking care of both of my sons here, you know, by myself. So. It's cool. I like it. Though. I actually like it. I feel like a girl though sometimes, you know, trying to take care of both of them. Wait, so is the girl not involved? She is. She she's involved, but, but I mean, he just stay with me. You know, he's staying with me. But she she'd come over, you know. Um, you know, she's so involved. You're taking, you're taking care of this the the newborn by yourself, like by yourself? Yeah, like as of now, I'm taking care of him by myself. <laughs> Are you single now or you got a girl? No, I'm single. So you're literally raising the kid by yourself. I mean, she's still what she doesn't want to have that motherly relationship where she's the primary. No, person. she she does. I don't no no, she does. She have she have a child, she have an older a older daughter, but um I don't know. I mean, I know that I mean I don't know to be honest, I really don't know. I just know I want him either, you know, either way, I want to take care of him, you know, and since we're not together. You know, I would rather him be with me anyways, you know, because I want to be here for my son, you know, and see him grow, you know. So I don't really know what she got going on. I know she's doing her thing. You know, I know I'm taking care of her while she's out, you know, doing what she's she grinding, you know, making money for her family. So as of right now, I just know I'm with him right now. So the girl's name is Emily. Who is Italy? Do you know Italy? Who is Italy? I don't know where my mom is from. I don't know. I had a note here that there was some girl. Oh, there. she's from Italy. Oh, she's from Okay, cool. Italy. All right. So now everybody online, every time I hear your name, they all want you to be back with Queen. Do you get sick and tired of people wanting you and Queen to be together? Because she's in a whole relationship and you've moved on. You got a whole new kid. I really do. I really do. Uh, I mean, so it, it used to bother me a lot, to be honest. It used to bother me a lot, but now I learn how to cope with it, you know, and then it just irritating people, you know. I get messages to this day. I wish you gonna clean with still together. I wish you gonna clean. 
but they have to understand that I didn't want to be in a relationship. Everybody think Queen broke up with me. I actually broke up with her, you know. And it's not. And Queen is a wonderful mom. She's a great person. Like I'm telling, you, she's an awesome person. She's fantastic. She's phenomenal. But I just didn't want to be in that relationship anymore. People don't even know that. You know, I just broke. I just like go be happy. Like we was happy when we first started our relationship. But then we started doing YouTube and other stuff. It just a lot of stuff was bending away. Even before YouTube, there was a lot of problems. And then, and the crazy part, it wasn't even between me and her. You know, it was like me and her mom used to always get into it. And that's why now I'm not going to get into no relationship where I'm not cool with the mom, you know, because the mom, the mom, that's, you know, they were so close. The mom and the daughter, Queen and her mom were so close. So it always, like, it, it made Queen be in the middle, like, oh, I got to pick between my boyfriend and my mom. Because we used to always get into about little, little, like, stupid things, you know. But I love her mom to death, you know. I still love her. I still got love for her family. I still got love for her. You know, it's no bad blood between her or even Clarence or even her new boyfriend. I don't have no bad blood between them. I'm not that type of person to where I hold grudges, you know. And I even tell Chris, you know, how they treating you, you know, you say good and all of that, you know. So I don't have no bad blood between them. But yeah, it does get irritating at times because they just need to let it go. Like, let it go. I let it go. I moved on. I'm actually happy. You know, people may think, oh, she done bossed up, did this. That's cool. I'm, I'm happy for her. I want her to do those things, you know, because I know where we came from. So I want her to succeed in life. You know, she's been doing a fantastic job from what I see. So it's nothing like people think, oh, I'm just bitter or I, it's, that's not even the case. I love, you know, my son. I'm always have love for his mom. And, you know, I hope she keeps doing her thing. Now, not too long ago, you went to Instagram and you said uh, some things about her not allowing you to see your son. Clearly, you have your son there. What was that right. about? Was she trying to keep him from you? See, I don't. I don't know if it was, I honestly don't know if it was malicious, like, way. I, I really don't know. I know that she told me that I couldn't see my son anymore until we go to court. Now, but like, now we signed a contract when we got divorced, stating that I see him these days and she see him these days. I didn't get him for Father's Day. I was supposed to have him for Father's Day. I didn't get him for Father's Day. Um, she So basically, she just wasn't letting me see him until we went to court and got a new contract. So right now we're still like, you know, right now we're still going to court for it. So now as of right now, we're trying to see what days I'm going to have them or what days she's going to have them. She want to keep them during, you know, school. And I told her that was fine at first, you know. Um, and I, maybe I get them on, the, you know, the weekend. I mean, not some weekends or holidays or summertime, you know. As long as I get to see my son, I'm okay, you know, because I'm, I'm in my son's life and I love him to death. So I don't want to be missing so much of his life where I'm like, you know, I feel like I just, you know, I'm like a dead, I feel like, I, I don't know, I feel like a bad dad if I'm not around my son. You know, I want to see him grow up and, you know, do all of those things. It's ironic that she got with Clarence because he looks like you. That, that, was, <laughs> that was Bro, weird. he does not look like me. How You think he look like me? I mean, not exactly like, but I mean, if you put your hand over the, if you go like this, <laughs> I might get. I might you get. Think, you think Claire's look like me, or we look different? Yes. Yeah. Be quiet. So <laughs> my question is, um, how do you guys handle co-parenting now that Clarence is involved? Like, is he does he discipline your son? Is he try to co-parent? Like, what is his involvement? Um, I don't. I really don't know. I never asked her that if he disciplined him or not. Um, um, I don't know really how I feel about that. To be honest, um. I mean, I guess it's cool, 
like not not hitting them. Of course, you're not whooping them. But I wouldn't mind if he disciplined him, take a game away or take his phone away or something like that, or tell him to go in his room if he's acting up. That's fine. You know, I'm you know, I'm I'm very mature, so at the end of the day that's cool, but not it's not not whoopings or not like that. I don't I don't play that. So no, nah, I wouldn't want him like hitting my son or whooping him. When you and Queen fell out or or separated, you guys were married. I didn't know you guys were married. You guys were yeah, married. Yeah, we was married. Yeah, we got married at my next instagram how i found you you guys kept popping up in my explore page you three and i was like yo this is black love this is beautiful um were, were you ever mad at clarence for moving in because i mean clarence was kind of doing his thing then it seems like i mean i don't know if it was love or cloud or how that thing all happened but were you mad at him at all no i wasn't mad at clarence i wasn't mad at him i don't even know dude to be mad at him you know, I, I will never be mad at nobody. I don't, I'm telling you, I'm not like that. I don't, I can't give, I'm really happy for her. You know, I don't, I, I'm not really happy for him. I don't even know him. You know, I can't be happy for somebody I don't know, to be honest with you. Just being completely honest. But, you know, um, I hope he's treating her right, you know, and I hope she find the love that she needs, you know, but I, no, I'm not mad at him at all. I don't even know, dude. I can't be mad at somebody I don't know. Okay, so look. I want to clear the air and give you an opportunity to clear the air because one thing I will say is we never really hear about you unless you're defending yourself on Instagram. You don't, bro. Do y'all, first of all, Shade Room. First of all, let me say something. Shade Room don't post nothing positive about me. They are biased. First of all, bro. Every time, every time I do something bad or anything, I can go donate ten thousand dollars to a charity. They're not going to post it. I can go feed the homeless. They're not going to post it. But every time I do some something or I make a mistake or do anything or somebody say something about me, they want to post it. I don't think that's fair. Like I don't I, I really don't think that's fair. I think they're just biased. And of course they're gonna take my, you know, ch child's mother's side on a lot of things. Where's the sound? Where's he at? Okay. Go to his mom's house. They give her all the accolades for being a mom. And they're like, oh, relationship goals, mom and son relationship goals. But when I get my son, they never post me because they don't want to shine. They don't they don't want to spread no positive light on me, you know. And I feel like that's messed up. You know, I feel like they shouldn't be like that. You know, who's ever working? I just feel like every time I do something good, they don't post it. But but anyway, go ahead. What you were saying? Well, the owner of the shade room is actually watching tonight because uh, she and I were texting earlier. So if you, have oh, a okay. message, if you have a message for Angie, what would you want to say about? How they cover you on their platform well i would i would like to say you know if you guys can start posting positive things about me i mean i know i'm not i'm not no terrible person i'm not like that you know i'm not no bad i know i've made mistakes and i was 19 20 years old when i've made when the whole cheating thing came out you know um but i don't feel like you should hold grudges toward people or or be a follower because i know everybody want to follow that hate chris train you know i don't feel like that's right I feel like everybody make mistakes, everybody gonna grow from them, you know? And that's the that's the beauty of life. Nobody's perfect. As long as you're working on yourself, as long as you're trying to, per, you know, nobody's perfect. So as long as you're just working on yourself every day, trying to be a better person, that's all that matters, you know? And that we, I, I, I'm only gonna allow, I mean, I'm only gonna put out what I want people to see. So you may not see everything, you know? You, know, you may not see everything, but like I said, like I, I feel like, you shouldn't post everything bad about me. You know, even on my birthday, they want to post everything. But then on my birthday, they didn't post me. You know, even little stuff like that. You know, you post everything else that's negative. You know, start shedding some light on me because I'm not no horrible person, you know.
So recently, uh, also not too long ago, you got arrested, right? That was an uh -huh. right. So this this was the mugshot. I don't know if people saw it. I'll just put it up really quick. Um, good mugshot, <laughs> by the way. I'm glad you cut your hair. Okay. <laughs> Right. That that was an arrest, I guess, that was for aggravated assault or something like that. That's what you yeah, started. yeah. What happened in that? Um, so I don't see. I don't know if I should be talking about it because I'm going against that right now. Um, but it was it was a conflict. I mean, it was like a little. It was something at the gym that had happened, where my homeboys and stuff was there, and you know, I'm not gonna talk about it because the case still open right now, so I'm not gonna talk about that right now. But it's a little, it was something that happened at the gym. Well, this is what uh, Queen Nyjah posted. She posted something online. Of course, it got posted everywhere. It says she found out her, she, uh, she found out my uh, where her baby was. Um, What's to say? To be clear, I found out where my baby was and spoke to him and will be with him soon. I would never post anything like this. this post. Oh, she was saying she didn't know where the kid was, and then she tried to contact whoever, and so that's where i guess that kind of led to the arrest right or that led to whatever the incident was that led to the arrest that you're going to court for now that you don't want to talk about because you don't want to mess up your court right so what like that go ahead, huh? go ahead no go ahead well no what would you, what would you want to say i was gonna say do you feel like it's going to be resolved like do you feel like you're, you're both going to be able to get past it who me and queen yeah oh uh, yeah i mean that, was, that wasn't nothing big like my my son is always in care. Like he's, no, I will never let nothing happen to my son. You know, I love that boy to death. I love this boy to pieces. You know, both of my sons. So I will never let nothing happen to them. But um, during the time I got arrested, it was just a warrant. They came to my house like after the incident that had happened at the gym. They came like three months later, and um, what happened? So my son was already over my like one of my closest friends. She have a son, and he always goes over there. No, Chris, I said no. Turn it off, baby. I told you to hold, hold on. Um, so he's always going over there, you know, playing with her son. So I trust her and everything. I've known her for like four years. Um, so he was over there. Thank God, you know. So when I had got arrested, he was safe. I already knew he was good. So when I got arrested, I got bonded out the same day. I told, you know, I called her. I said, hey, don't tell his mom anything yet, you know, because I don't want her to panic because I know how queen is. I don't want her to panic. Just let me, well, I'm about to get out, and then I'm going to call her myself. But before I got out, I guess Shay Room had posted I got arrested. So she probably panicked, you know, like, oh, where my son at then if I'm, you know, in jail and stuff like that. So, but everything was okay. He was fine. He was with, you know, my friend Tiffany and she was taking good care of him. She's the one who came and got me, you know, I gave her the money. She came and got me, bonded me out of jail and everything. But he was okay. He, he was always fine. Now, you know, another one of your exes was on my show, Parker McKenna. Did you see that interview? I did, but I can't remember. I, I I remember a little bit. I did see it, but everybody was sending it to me, but I didn't see the whole thing. I seen like bits and pieces of it. And she was lying, but it's okay. Well, see, and that's the thing. I don't know her. I don't, you know, I know you. I don't know her. I don't, I like her. I like you. I didn't know what was going on. I know that she had, um, I guess there's a photo of her. This is Parker McKenna, as people don't know. Yeah. Look good together. Yeah, I still like you without the hair, though. Okay, so you guys were together, and then 
She said that you had, she alleged that you had assaulted her. You got arrested for that. That happened in Houston. And then I guess you were supposed to appear in court and then they remanded you back in the custody. I don't know. It was a bunch of mess. She came on my show. I think we have a clip of what she said. Take a look. No, we don't have a okay. clip. Okay. Well, basically oh. she said it was a toxic relationship and all that. What happened with you two? And what do you feel like she was lying about? Okay. So first, so I'm going to just tell you the story. I already got, I already, that, that uh, case is closed. So I can speak on that now. Um, and my son was there as well. My my uh, my baby was there. So okay. So one night we go to. I had a club appearance. We go to the club. Everything's fine. Well, Parker drinks. She just she just I, like. I don't really know. I'm not gonna say that. But when she drinks, she's just a different person. So we on our way to the house. I'm telling you, this is the honest God truth. It was this girl there. First of all, I was following this girl on Instagram. She told me to unfollow her before we went to the club. I had unfollowed her. I said, okay, cool. Like first we argued about it. I'm like, why are you telling me to follow people? Like, I don't want no controlling, you know, girlfriend. So I ended up unfollowing her. That same night we went to the club for our um, because I got booked to go there. She was there, the girl was there. So she came and hugged my friend Jordan, came and hugged my other friend, but she didn't hug me. And she said, Oh, why she didn't hug you? I said, obviously, it's because you're right here. You know, she don't want to, you know, she don't want to be disrespectful. You know, she she see I have a girlfriend now. So she get mad at that, you know, because I, I, I lied to her. I told her that we didn't do anything, but we did. You know, we did end up, we had sex before, you know, I lied to her. Of course, I'm not about to tell her we had sex or anything like that. But we did. I didn't want to tell her that, though. But she was mad about that. She didn't, she, she you know, she came up to me and hugged me. So... I'm like, I'm about to go because she's pinching at me. Like, she's grabbing my hand. Like, she's trying to do a sneaky, too, because she know people were recording us. So she's, like, whispering in my ear, like, grabbing me, like, pinching. Like, she's pinching the hell out of me. She got long guys nails. She's just grabbing me. So I'm like, bro, like, stop. I'm about to go. So I just walk out the club. She chased me out there. On our way to the house, she's just screaming, crying. I can't believe you. She's just, like, I, I don't know, bro. So we get to the house. My friend is at the house. My friend Antonio. My chef is at the house. And my other little boy, it's a little boy I mentor, his name is Quad. He was at all three of them was at the house. So he gets in the house, she yell at everybody, get out. I don't want none of your hair, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, Parker, like, chill out. Like, stop. It's not that serious. She said, I hate, she's just screaming at me. I hate you, thought of this and that. So she runs up to me, started punching me, like, punching at me, doing all this stuff. Like, she's literally punching me. Like, she grabbed me, trying to kick me. And I'm not doing anything at this point. I got my hands out like this. You know, obviously, because I'm a man, my hands is longer than hers. I got my hand out like this so she can't hit me. So she runs over to the table. She grabs it. If I remember correctly, wasn't your son present when all this was happening? Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Yeah, I'm going to get into that. So baby Chris is sitting on the couch. He's laying down in sleep. So he don't know what's going on. So she goes over there. First thing I'm thinking, I got to get out of this house. I got my son here. I got to get out. She grabs a Hennessy bottle and she throws it hard. Like she tried to hit me, like take my head off. So I duck and it hit the wall. After it hit the wall, I run over to my son, grab him. I'm about to leave the house. Like I'm like, you know, forget this. The reason why I couldn't leave the house right then and there is because I had to get my shoes. I couldn't find my keys. You know, it's just too much going on. She's trying to hit me. She's doing all of this stuff. So I run over there and grab my son, pick him up. Obviously, I don't think she's about to do nothing at this point because I got my son in my hand, right? She grabs a champagne bottle. She throws it at me. It hits my son. People don't even notice, but it hits my son. So at that point, I put my son down. I go over there and grab her by her hands. I mean, her, by her arms. 
I'm like, till out, like, stop, like, you really tripping. Like, I'm, I'm cussing at her. I'm like, stop, bro. You, you just hit my son. She just go, and then she just spits on me. At that point, I ended up putting my hands on her. I ended up smacking her. And when I smacked her, I'm like, fuck, you know, why did I do this? In my head, I'm like, damn, like, I just, like, I just fucked up. So I let her go. I run out to my car. I even left my son because my, my friend was there, so I know he would take care of. I even let, I left everything. I just ran out, ran out the house, got in my car. I remember I parked in front of Best Buy, I started crying. Like, dang, and I always just heard off the strength. You know, my mom always taught me not to hit females, you know. I don't condone that. I still don't condone it to this day, you know, even though I messed up and I and I admit that I messed up, you know, but um, I, I parked in front of Best Buy and I was just crying, like, wow, you know, I'm praying. So I go back to the house, like, I call my friend, like, where my son at? He said, like, oh, I took him over to my sister's house. He's good. I'm like, okay, so I go back to the house. She like, get out. I don't want you here. I'm like, I'm just getting my stuff. She like, no, get out. So I walk out, and then she's like, no, come back in, come back in. Like, she's very bipolar. Like, come back in. So I was like, all right, cool. I went back in. We talked a little bit. So, like, the second day, she ended up leaving. Second day, she ended up leaving the house. You ended up staying at the house that night? Yeah, but I ended up staying at the house the same night. I ended up staying there. And she, she, you know, she told me to stay. She was like, "Never mind, I want you to stay." So I ended up sitting at the house. Um, we talked for a little bit about what happened. I told her what she told the police. She said, "Oh, I told him that I got into it with my friend, and my friend did because her mom called the police. Her mom was that one that actually called the police, and the police came to the house. And when police came, Parker said her friend did it. Like her friend, she got into it with her friend because she didn't want me to go to jail. So three days later, after that incident happened, she left. She left in the morning, like early in the morning." And she left me this long note apologizing. Like, I'm sorry for what I did. I know I, you know, I know I did this. I know I did this. I'm so sorry for acting out. I was just drunk. Thought out of this and that. And I tried to call her and I guess I was blocked or something like that. But and then three months later, like a couple months later, I ended up having a warrant off of my arrest. And what was what's crazy is I'm like, I didn't press charges on her because I'm like, I'm like, you know, I know she was drunk. She was, you know, under the influence. I'm like, I'm not going to do that because I'm not that type of person. I don't want to see you go to jail. And I know you was, you know, I know you was having a good time. I don't want to see you go to jail. But it was just sad. And it hurt me, you know, it really, really hurt me when I, when she did it to me, you know, she pressed charges on me, knowing I was, knowing I was really the chill one. And I ended up reacting off of her reactions, which I shouldn't have done that. You know, I still shouldn't have done that. But I ended up reacting because she was doing all of this and that. So I, you know, but I made a mistake. So I still learned my lesson, you know, from that. You know, no matter what, you still don't put your hands on a female. That's not right, you know. And I feel like, um, I mean, yeah, that's really what happened, you know. And I apologized to her and everything after that. But like I said, at the end of the day, still not cool. But if the situation, like if y'all would have seen it, y'all would still understand, but still not condoning at the same time. Y'all would understand, you know, what, you know, why I did it and everything. But I still don't condone it at the end of the day, and I still feel horrible for. What I did, you know, but like I said, she was punching me. You know, of course, they're not going to tell her side of the story, you know, but I mean, that's really what happened. So let me ask you, look, if you look back at all your relationships, where do you play a part in everything that's kind of falling apart? Because I mean, like for me, I've had I wrote in my book, chapter number five, toxic ass nigga. I was with somebody who was just it was all bad. I had bad stuff. He had bad stuff. When you look back at all the different relationships, what part in it did you play? Um, what part did I play where I went wrong? Just in terms of like, okay, if you're with Queen and that doesn't work, and then you're with Parker and that doesn't work, and then you're with a girl, you get her pregnant, you didn't want it to, do you go like, maybe I got an issue with women. Let me back up a little bit and kind of assess what you have to fix so that way you don't have this happen again. 
that's one part. And then the other part is, do you feel like no matter what is said about you from a woman because of your past, you're automatically labeled? Wait, what's that last thing you said because of what? The second part is, do you feel like if any woman ever says anything negative, people will believe it because of your past? I'm sorry, somebody, hold on. So I'm trying, do you see my face? No, I don't see you yet. Okay, hold on. I think it's coming back in. Hold on, somebody was calling me. Oh, Jesus. Did we lose him? Okay. Do I? Oh, they can join. I mean, there's tons of people here waiting anyway. Send them the link when you log back in. Okay, look, we got, while we wait for Chris, what you think? Uh, I got so damn sleepy at the end of listening to him. He sounds like a good guy at first, but then it turns into him being full of shit, okay? He's, I, I like to hear both sides of the story because there's a truth. Well, there's his side, her side, and the damn truth. I just, it, it's just too much. He seems too good sitting there holding the babies. First of all, that little boy is listening. That little boy is listening to everything that he's saying, and he need to make him go in another room or have somebody else watch him. That's what the young, the young parents do. He's back. Let me get him back on. Let's finish. Okay. Bring him in. All right. So Chris is back. You were gone. Okay. So people have a lot of opinions. They are already ready to sound off. I said, well, let me finish. Let, so let me, the first part was, of my two-part question is, when you look back over all the different relationships that have played out public, publicly and that have not, not necessarily been good relationships, do you look at those and go, what part in all of this am I playing? You know, I have the stuff that happened with Queen. I have the stuff that happened with Park, Parker. And maybe that didn't happen the way that the public thinks. Um, and then you have a baby by somebody you didn't want to, but then like now you're figuring that out. Do you go, I need to find what's wrong with what, 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 what part I play and what happens. Then the second part is, do you feel like no matter what you do, if a woman says something disparaging about you, people are going to believe it because of how yeah. you get out in the public. For sure. People are going to believe it. For sure. People are going to believe what any females say. Um, it's just, I guess it's just the mind control that the uh social media does over people um i wish it wasn't like that but i wouldn't say all my relationships but i feel like every relationship had good in them i'm not the type of person that's going to talk bad about a person because we're not together anymore because it didn't work out i'm the type of person that's going to be like okay cool that didn't work out it was still good in that person it was still good in me but we just didn't see out of eye on certain things you know or we messed up i messed up here you know i do look in the mirror every day or try to be a better person every day and that's the honest god truth i always try to be a better person because i was raised in church and you know, i was raised my mom and my dad awesome parents they've been married and that's why i wanted to get married because i believe in that you know my mom taught me how to you know you, this is the right way to do things you know marriage this that's why i wanted to marry queen you know, that was my first love so at the end of the day um our relationship wasn't bad it was just things that was in a way you know, of us prospering. And that's cool. Like, that's cool. You know, you live and you learn. But I learned from my relationships. It's not like, oh, I just look at it as a loss. I really learned from my relationships. I know what I don't want now, and I know what I want now. So I look at it as the, you know, I look at the bigger picture now. I look at things different now. I want, I know what I want this in my relationship. I know what I don't want, you know. So that's really it. So I look at my relationship, and it wasn't all bad. You know, even though 
um, they 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 looked at me as perfect when I was with you know his, uh, his mom. They looked at me as perfect because that's what we portrayed to social media. We were so perfect, you know, everybody. And then when I ended up making one mistake, everybody started hating me. Like everybody was like, "Oh, Chris, this, Chris, that, Chris, this." And I'm like, "Dang!" Like it's people that like I don't get it. Like it was people on there that said, "Are oh, you a cheater?" That be cheating. Like, I don't get it. Like I don't get these people. It's be it be females coming after me. Talking about you a cheater and they boyfriend cheating on them and they know it. Like, why are you taking your anger out on me? Like, what did I do to you? And them same girls that be calling me cheaters be trying to have sex with me. Swear to God. So it'd be like, it's just like weird. I to tell everybody, I, I said this on my show and people were mad. I said, all men cheat. I don't care what they say. We, it just, it happens. Um, but because I think it's because you guys did create that image that we all fell in love with. I mean, I became a fan of the family be watching you and you know, you know, you guys were, you know, financially doing well. Your kid is cute. He's, you know, he's branded. She's brand like, you know, I mean, I don't follow her career. I mean, I don't know nothing about her music. I'm not, I don't, I don't that's not my thing. But in looking at you guys, I was a fan of the unit. So maybe when people have an image in their head, similar to Austin, you know, what's the name? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, Austin and uh, Catherine. The broom or McBroom, Austin. Broom. Yeah, though, yeah, I know you're talking about Austin and Catherine. They, they can't let a crack be seen because they didn't made everybody fall in love with them. And I think people fall in love with the image of a relationship and don't, you know, the people relationships have their issues, right? Yeah, right. Every single last one do. All right. So listen, um, you have a new song called Hurting Inside. What I mean, what inspired that? Um, so Hurting Inside is a song that I wrote. And I was just like, bro, I was really like, it was like so many times I feel like giving up like on life, you know, and I just question a lot of things. And I'm like, dang, like, why are these people this way? Like, why is it, why isn't it any love in this world? Like, I just want to, I'm the, I'm the. Uh, well, we're going to run that back because this is bullshit over here. So Hurting Inside was inspired by how, I'm sorry. Okay, no, Hurting Inside was inspired by me just feeling lonely, feeling emptiness, and just like the hate that I received. It was just like, it was like, bro, like, I want people to show love. Like, I want people to spread love. I want people to be, like, where's all the genuine that, you know? I I feel like once you in the industry, it's a whole bunch of fake stuff going on. I'm like, where's the real love at, bro? Like, I want I want to go back to the times when people would just call me for, you know, hey, how you doing and checking up on me. So Hurrying the Side was a song inspired by just my true emotions, you know, it being lonely at the top. You know, me trying to find peace, me missing my son, you know, because that's during the time uh, I couldn't see my son. So I was really hurt off that, man. I was so, like, I was going through so much. When I couldn't see myself for them, like, five months, like, I was so depressed, bro. That's, like, the, the most depressed I've ever been. Like, I just didn't know what to do, you know. I even thought about committing suicide, you know, and that's, I don't tell a lot of people that. But, you know, it was, it was that rough, you know, and I never had those thoughts before. So when I went to that level, I'm like, man, I need a therapist, you know, I need somebody to talk to. I need somebody to help me, you know, and then I know I need to strengthen my relationship with God at the end of the day as well. But I feel like God was just trying to show me something during all of that. He was trying to, you know, show me, you know, I, I may not understand what God is trying to do all the time at the time, but it'll always make sense in the end. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to just let God do what he do, you know, and I'm going to learn from it. I always look at every, I look at everything in life as, as learning experience. You know, that time away from my son, after that depressed stage, I'll become a better person. I was trying to become a better person. I'm like, what can I do to become a better person for my son? So that whole time I'm reading, studying, talking to my therapist, 
you know, just getting help uh, mentally because that's what we all feel to realize that that's where we need help at mentally, you know, and, and, and yeah, so, uh, what you say, baby? I said half Okay, baby. <laughs> but yes, I mean, that's really pretty much it. Listen, I, I believe everybody has the ability to grow and grow out of whatever's happened in their life. I think, I don't think it's fair that people are defined by, you know, a moment or a relationship or a situation. I, I respect the fact that you would talk about suicidal thoughts and mental health and stuff. Me and Charlamagne talk about that all the time. Community, it's like it's taboo when we talk about uh, getting help. And you know, I saw somebody in the comments say, why is he talking about that in front of his son? I mean, they the whole world would be talking about it in front of his son if he would have did it. So I appreciate and applaud you for being honest and sharing that. Um, the new video, uh, The Hurting Inside, we got it. Of course, we're going to play it. Take a look. Thank you. I'm so broken, yeah. I'm so broken, yeah. I'm so broken of pieces. Do you even care? My heart's still hurting, and nobody's there. Damn, who's been working? I don't have friends. It's so lonely at the time now, and I'm so scared. Niggas tell me that they love me, man, that shit is weird. Missing on my song, holding back these tears. I'm praying to God, but I keep on losing faith. Bros raised umbrellas for the rainy days. I gave her my all, she was my rider. Hiding my scars with designer. Now I'm in the yard, oh, now I'm dripping in the yard, oh, letting my emotions get the best of me, jealous and envy is all I see, trying to go with the pain, trying to go with the pain, I'm so broken to pieces, do you even care, my heart's still hurting, and nobody's there, Devil's been working. I don't have friends. It's so lonely at the time now, and I'm so scared. Louis on my body. I don't trust nobody. Don't tell me that you love me. Don't tell me that you got me. You my brother. You my brother. So many six miles. Don't think that I notice. Trying to go with the pain, but I always gonna throw it. So. It's so lonely at the time now, and I'm so scared. Yeah. Kato, you wait 
Okay, cool. We're back. Listen, this this uh production is the lagging is just driving me crazy. So what I'm gonna do is is the video out now? Yeah, it's up. So we're gonna post that tomorrow. So we'll post it tomorrow on Hollywood Unlocked. Are you still on Instagram? Or are you off Instagram? Yep, I'm on Instagram. Okay, so we'll make sure we tag you in that. I appreciate you coming on and just and telling your side. Uh, the last thing appreciate I would ask on the way out is, what is the biggest misperception of you you think uh, people have? Misperception? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, biggest misperception. I mean, I guess it's not. Uh, I really, I really don't. I don't even know how to answer that. To be honest, people think of you that's not true. I mean, honestly, that I'm a. I mean, I guess that I'm a horrible person. I, I mean, I, I know people say I'm arrogant, cocky. I heard so much stuff, and that's not like a one thing, like a one topic. I I could talk about that all day long, but like I guess people saying that I'm a horrible person or I'm this or that. I mean, I guess I'm a cheater because I cheated before. I mean, I guess that's not a misperception, but um, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm a horrible person. I'm not a horrible person. I'm the most genuine. I don't put so many people on. Like people don't even know the half of it. Like I don't, I don't go brag about that stuff though, because I just do that out of out of the kindness of my heart. You know, when you do something genuine, you don't talk about it. But I'm not even gonna talk about who I did this for and what I did and you know this and that. But I didn't so much for so many people. You know, even my friends can vouch for me, but. Um, like, I don't know, bro. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess it's just yeah, me being a horrible person. I'm not. But listen, one one thing people won't be able to take uh, from you is being a good father. And, you know, yeah. uh, shout out to you for taking that, standing up and stepping up and taking that responsibility. Raising a kid on your own is not easy. Uh, and, you know, uh, congratulations to you on two healthy kids, bro. And we'll post it tomorrow and we'll keep following. So just keep me posted on what's happening. You got my number. Okay, bro. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Bye, Chris Jr. Bye. Bye. Nice meeting you. I love meeting famous people. Hey, thank you. Thank you. He's like, I ain't got to All right, bro. Thank you. Now it's time for Social Life Sound Off. I already know everybody has a lot to say. Tonight has been a busy night. Not to mention, uh, if you want to call in, you can call 1402-GAGGING um, and tell me what you think about tonight's show. Please spare me on the production notes. I really don't give a fuck because at this point I'm so irritated and I know you're irritated, but it is what it is. Next week, I promise you, I give you my word, blood to Jesus Christ. This production will be together and I don't give my word to some shit that I can't handle. 1402 gagging call in. I appreciate everybody who got disconnected uh, coming back to the stream. There's a lot of you in here. I'm going to go ahead and start with the uh, people on video. Can't see me. What's good? Hi, how you doing? <laughs> um, so I mean, like I fucking took notes to this whole thing. Haven't we gone live on Instagram before? We have never gone live ever, Jason. This is my first time going live in here at all. I've watched the show like you know, like playbacks through YouTube and shit. I spent all of Tuesday night last night, three hours watching that shit, getting drunk as fuck. <laughs> my fiance had to take care of me when she got home it was not cute it was just not cute but um you got a girlfriend you're married you're getting married to a woman yes i'm um this is my fiance right here Where fia hey fiance oh oh interracial MK. oh y'all just joe Biden. yeah this is my baby 
Wait, when you first logged in, my friend, my one of the people working on the show said you got the only fan models in here. They were caught basically saying you are only fan model because you're pretty, and you know they were judging you on your beauty. By the way. No, that's really like very nice. I've made an OnlyFans, but I haven't been confident enough to actually post something. But I might now. So thanks. <laughs> y'all should, should do interracial gay sex. I mean, it, see, that's what I keep telling her. I'm like, they don't know what fucking gay porn is. Like, they don't. They don't have gay lesbian porn that's real. Like that little. That that ain't, that ain't what we do. Like, just let everybody know that's not what we do around here. We're not about that. Wait, so we get down. About tonight's show, just go ahead and give it to me. Let me take off my watch because this is gonna be too much tonight. Go ahead. Okay, so first, I feel like we started off with uh um Nene leaks. Uh that read, um, mm -mm, that was just not cute. I just didn't feel it. The end, the when she was like, you know, Andy, the only reason everybody knows you is because of me. That was cute, but then it really doesn't go with like history, you know. It don't, it don't, add, don't add up. But the big feet and the big legs, I didn't really get that. That didn't make no damn sense to me. Um, moving on to Melinda, uh, I don't know who that is. I've seen her on Love and Hip Hop. The person who was sounding off about the Nene Leak shit wasn't her name Melinda. Medina. Medina. I don't know who the fuck that is, but I've seen her one time. I've seen her one time on Love and Hip Hop, but then I also seen her in the background of a couple of famous people's pictures. I have in the club, you know, just like in the, you know, like not the main picture, but the, the side bitch that was over here. And I would love to be that bitch. So I'm not hating on her, but I don't know who that is. I really just don't know. So I don't know if that's, you know, valid or not, but, um, I really can't believe that you took a picture with that man's son and sent. Is that what you said? That you took a picture would, with that man's yeah, son? I would have fucked him too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you would have, but that's some savage shit. Like everything up until that point, I was like, yup, 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 yup. And then that I was like, I've never thought about that. <laughs> But I'm gonna keep that in my back pocket for sure. Uh, 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 a book I read that I love, "48 Laws of Power," when it talks about destroying your enemy. When you go savage, mm -hmm. you don't go kind of savage. You gotta go. You got off with the head. See, and I think that I've always thought that I'm off with. Like she would, you I know. I feel like know. I'm off with the head, but that was learned. just some. That was just some things that I never thought of, you know, like that was just some things that I didn't think of right there in that moment. But um, thank you. Got, I'll think I of that. But I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to worry. But just in case, I'll I keep got ideas. Can't see me. I can't see you now because I got to move on. But I'll be right back. Hold on. All right. Look, y'all are shady as hell. Philly Chica, what you think about tonight? Whoa. <laughs> just whoa. I, listen, I didn't got some drink. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, a little bit. I'm just saying. At first, I thought the ball baby was fake. So I'm like, yo, the baby fake. The baby not moving. Then I'm like, okay, the baby foot move. But he needed to put a sock on that baby because the baby won't have a limp when he get older. Because that foot was just dangling, just, just handed. The and baby, then the, the baby's only 10 days old. Yeah, but the foot was just like, help. You know, you don't. You don't have to look at your kid when it's running for help and then see 
that he walked with a little wimp because of you. You know what I mean? You, I'm just. But did we catch the chain though? Like the chain. The I chain was anxiety over here. The chain was pushing the baby hairline back. I didn't like, see anything about the chain. What happened with the chain? The chain was dangling and pushing the baby's hairline. He was doing too much moving while he was doing all that lying. Yeah, the chain was giving the baby a Tory Lanez hairline. No shade. A who? Who hairline? Who? It was gonna get it. The baby went with Tory Lanez hairline because the chain kept scraping it back. Yeah, hold on. I'm gonna be. Right I'm back. just saying. It just yo. And Poppy Chulo with our nine, he should apologize. I am BNB squad all day. You apologize. I understand you was mad, but you said a word that is offensive. Just like if a white man had called him the N-I-G-G-E-R word, he would have want an apology. He should apologize. I'm saying Okay, look, you representing for your Eagles. I ain't even mad. Hey. <laughs> even though we tied, but hey. Philadelphia? Yes, Philly all day. You do know I'm on Power 99, right? Yes, I do, boo. Cappuccino, all of them. I love them. I love Cappuccino. Shout to Cap. I'll be right back. All right, listen, apparently the phone lines is fucked up, so I ain't even dealing with the phone calls. You got to go uh, put up the link to this gagging thing so they can come live with me. Get on this stream. If you're listening somewhere, what is this num? What is this? I can't deal with. Listen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all our misery over here, but let me tell you something. I spend way too much money to have these problems. I don't understand technology. I'm like a senior citizen when it comes to hooking shit up. There's a bunch of cables. The shit's plugged in. It should work. But whatever. What do y'all think about tonight? Because I know you have a breakdown. <sighs> I'm going to let yes. you know, sis, you know how I do. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and say a little bit of something, and then you got the floor, sis. Um, I'm going to start with Nene because that's where we started. The problem with Nene is that she can dish it, but she can't take it out. The very thing that we have grown to know and love her for, okay, is exactly what Wendy did. She was blunt. She told the truth. She didn't hold, uh, 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 pull no... No, no fakeness. She she said exactly what was the truth and what was on her mind, exactly like Nene did and got famous for. So I don't even understand why she dishes it and can't take it out. And furthermore, I don't understand why she would be friend uh, an entertainment news reporter and be upset that she's reporting entertainment news. Girl, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so I feel two ways about that. Now, I'm going to make this fast. Okay, number one, um, Nene was right with what she said, but at the, or, I'm sorry, um, Wendy was right with what she said, but I do feel like if she was really her friend, she wouldn't have said that. She would have found a better way to say what it was that she was trying to say as far as her being boring and all of that good stuff. And yes, Nene does not know. Nene don't have no friends, so I don't understand why they're even trying to be friends like that. Like, that is an impossible relationship in itself. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. But then, you know, if we were to move on, I would say this. Nene burnt all the bridges. It's like people are like, she's going to come back to when he said she's coming back to Bravo. I think that... No, God. No. <laughs> after what she said, she called her a, a yellow head. Andy Cohen is not just the host of the reunion. He's the right. president or, or president of Bravo Networks. Like right. Andy, host of 
watch what happens. Like, you know, I've learned, me and Mona haven't always seen eye to eye, but I'm not going to ever drag Mona Scott Young in the gutter because I understand how this industry works. Unless you're like me and create your own shit like gagging, you need these people. And then Wendy, like, you talking this shit about somebody on Instagram, Wendy talks to 150 countries. If Wendy really wanted right. to go, drag you right. And then on right. top of that, Jason, it's not just the industry. Every employer looks at how you left your last employer, period. Okay? That's just the way it is. It's always going to be like that. And if you leave and your last employer effed up, then it's going to be harder for you to give a, get a job, especially when you haven't really created a brand for your brand of TV that you're trying to sell. She has not really done that for herself. I don't really see where Nene Leakes works outside of Real Housewives. I will say this. I've never said this to Nene. I was up for a talk show. I was in New York. I left the Wendy show. I went to NBC to meet with the producers. And they wanted me to do a pilot with a female co-host. And the person they had offered it to was Kim Whitley. And I've known Kim Whitley for a long time. But I was like, me and Kim Whitley's brands don't really line up. Like, she does her thing and I do mine. I have a different audience than she does. Like, I'm not, I don't see me and Kim doing a talk show. And they were like, well, what female do you see? I was like, NeNe. Me and NeNe could be, that would be a, a hilarious show. It'd be this, that. And they didn't want to do it with her. Nobody likes her. And that's the point. See, here's the thing. You can have PC and Bravo are the same company. Right. And and that's the whole thing. You can have a skill set and and be completely qualified for a job and not get it because the people like somebody else more. It happens all the time. If if you're not relatable, I mean, that's just what it is. Nene needs to work on her attitude. Like I said in the last show, she has inner issues and she's not dealing with them, and it makes for bad TV and bad employees. Well, yeah, and you know what, Wendy? No, go ahead really quick, and then I want to move around, get some more people, and then bring people in together. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay, and Wendy doesn't need Nene Leaks for ratings. Wendy is on Monday through Friday, okay? And Nene was on, what, every Sunday for, what, uh, 12 weeks or something like that or whatever? Throughout I'm going to let you do her like that. I can't do it. Y'all are so messy. You need to fix her phone. All right. So look, what's going on? Where are you calling from? Um, well, I live in Las Vegas, but I'm in Kansas City visiting my mom right now. Okay, so what you think about tonight's show? <sighs> Everything from the guests to the comments to the damn people like me. I got so much to say. First of all, Medina getting down on Wendy and Fresh Montana didn't get her pussy. <laughs> I holla because you know Medina is ghetto and crazy from New York and you know they get down on everybody but I gotta be honest like Wendy Williams kept digging at NeNe like at some point even though NeNe starts shit and NeNe does always like to cry you know cry wolf and um, point the fingers it was still just a matter of Wendy kept Nudging at her. You feel so, me? So who do you feel was wrong? Um, ultimately, I feel like Wendy was wrong. If if what we have to know, because what everybody just really knows is that Wendy was like 
she said something about the high house class of Atlanta thing a couple months ago. And then she kind of shaded her with Andy. Like she did that shit. So to me, it's like, what did Nene really do to her to make her do that? Because Wendy is smart as hell. I think Wendy called Medina up and told Medina, look, you know I'm a classy bitch. You know I can't go in on this bitch, but you go in on this hoe. And Medina like, okay, French Montana. And, and French Montana hit everything, don't he? Anything with a pussy. Listen, he French Montana was somewhere minding his business. And got <laughs> He got thrown into all of the tea today. Huh. Listen, he got mm -mm. think about all this. I just I just want to get into why is I just found Prince OnlyFans. Why is it $20 a month? That's more than Netflix, ain't it? Yeah, but Maybe people want to see it. It's, I know, work in it too, but I'm not about to spend twenty dollars. Uh -uh. But you could spend one twenty dollars and then cut it off. Look, I'ma just I'ma ask Bobby. <laughs> Did you watch the show tonight? Your sound, I can't hear you. I was in and out. It was a mess. It was it was it was a lot going on. I feel like I got a couple of things to say. One, I don't like how everybody trying to play Nene. Like Nene ain't the whole reason why anybody watches Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like if we being real, I watch Real Housewives of Atlanta for Nene. She's the funniest person on that show. She the one that create all the memes. She's the one that gets the show the attention. And I feel like Kathy Griffin didn't she come out and say something about Andy Cohen like you know doing the same thing offering her coke and on my show she said he was a messy girl and how he tried to destroy her. Now I love uh, I like Wendy, but I, I mean we gotta we gotta if you're hearing the same thing about somebody like behind the scenes of course they're gonna come out and try to portray that they're the you know best person in the world but if you're hearing the same thing I don't know I feel like if multiple people are saying it you gotta somebody ain't, ain't everybody lying. That's just my opinion. Well, listen, I mean, Nene, I mean, Wendy's whole brand is say it how you mean it. I just think the problem is, is that when you say it like you mean it, you got to be really careful who you befriend because listen, they could say what they want about me, but y'all don't know who I'm fucking. Well, y'all know one person, but that was, that was Hazel's fault. But y'all don't know who I'm fucking out here. Y'all know what y'all don't know because I don't let those people get close to me. I may go to dinner with Nene and may go to the strip club with Nene, but like we ain't, we ain't at each other's houses and we're right. not we're not doing that. Yeah, and I feel like like you said, Nene would have been a, a great for y'all two to have like a live show like this. Like that would have been a, a a great duo. Like Nene, she's quick on her feet. She's literally a comedian. She just you know has just now started moving into comedy, but. I feel like everybody be sleeping on Nene and everybody be trying to, you know, once once she comes out and once she goes off like she's known to do, then everybody, the same reason why they fell in love with her, they try to condemn her for it. And then on the Chris Sales thing, I kind of feel like, like he said, like I feel like the media is kind of like, is it, y'all really pieces of shit. Like, not y'all, but I'm saying like the people in the comments, like the the people who condemn him, like, the same way they say protect black women, like we always got to, you know, believe black women. Like when a man comes out and shows you his like true emotions, the first thing they say is like, oh, no, he lied. He ain't shit. He this, he that. Like they don't, they automatically, just, you know. Hey. 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 Hey, y'all. Hello. 
don't know. I feel like we kind of need to get rid of that double standard. Like every, we need to give everybody the benefit of doubt and not just give one specific group of people the benefit of doubt. That's just my why, opinion. Why don't they ever say protect the black man? Why is it always protect black women? Because we, we just, I just had a conversation about this with somebody the other day. It's because it's, it's like black men are supposed to just same way black women. Like I agree. Black women are always held to a standard where they're just supposed to automatically be strong. Like they can't be vulnerable. They can't, you know, like they can't, they have to be, you know, the, the queens, they have to be the ones to hold it down. But I feel like it's the same thing with black men. Like we, we always expected to be so strong. We can't be vulnerable. We can't show our emotions. And the person I was having a conversation with, he was pretty much explaining like, cause that's way, that's the way black men are looked at in society. Like you can't let a girl know your emotions. You can't let nobody know how you really feel because then they try to use that against you, which is what we saw clearly just happened. Like Chris came on here and told his side of the story. And I'm not saying like, Stuff didn't happen, like, but you, you're supposed to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. And I feel like, like he said, the same people that's condemning him are the same people that be cheating, be not listening to their partner, be putting their hands on their partner and starting shit. Like, I mean, I just feel like we all need to, you know, hold ourselves accountable, like, and not try to condemn somebody else just because they did it in, in the limelight. Let me ask somebody. Let me ask somebody. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Turn that sound off. Why are that sound off? Why are you? We'll turn her computer we'll off. Turn her computer off. Okay, listen. Okay, listen. Keep it. You, Keisha. Is it Keisha? Kesha? <laughs> hey. Okay. What's going on? I want to protect the black man. Why y'all? Why it's protect black women all the time. And then Chris comes on here and spills out his guts. He's holding his baby who he's raising by himself. He's sitting with his son. So he's showing full transparency and he talks about suicidal thoughts and he gets attacked in the comments, apparently. Oh, I just want to know, is he bipolar? What's going on with him? I'm just saying this, there's really some mental issues going on. Y'all, y'all got to read Y'all got to see the red flags. Y'all had to go. I had to go to counseling to understand the red flags. I didn't understand the red flags. I mean, he's a little delirious. And I agree with that chain. That chain was just smacking the little poor little baby in the face. Child, I was. I, I felt so bad for the baby. I said, what's going on? Like I don't want to no, be an asshole. He wasn't trying to. He wasn't trying to take no responsibility off of nothing. It just seemed like he wanted sympathy. Like he wanted remorse for what he did. I just got that's the vibe. That, that's the vibe. Like the baby was a frog. Like the baby was a frog. I could shoot me. I could shoot me. So, can I take that? No, I'm asking the girl. No, I'm asking the girl. Fuck your mouth. Fuck your mouth. Hey, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. What was your question? What do you think about What do you everything? think about everything? Um, it was a lot. It was just a lot going on. I was kind of bored with the guy's conversation. I mean, I believe that we should protect black men just because, you know, they need to be protected. But again, like you were trying to ask him, like, you know, you have to take accountability for who you are, like and your part in things that happen, like regardless, like you're sitting there rocking a baby, like you're trying to get sympathy 
you know, when neither one of your kids should be in a room while you're conversating about this whole situation, but you know, you're not taking your part in it. You were fucking bitches. You was lying. You was, you know, dudes do that. I've been single for two years. You know what I'm saying? On my own shit. I got my own apartment, my own car, my own money. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool, but I can't fuck with niggas because they're, they're on bullshit. So I understand. Be honest, be real. Huh? You think that people are being unfair? Yes. Unmute yourself. Go ahead. Um, absolutely. I feel like people are absolutely being unfair. Like, one, I watched the the part with Chris Hill, like the the I feel like the entire part. He literally, like, when he said, like, no, I did lie. Like, I had sex with this girl, or like, you know, he was he was owning up to certain, like, you know, certain parts of it, like. I feel like, I don't know, like same same way I said before, I feel like everybody kind of just, they leave with their hurt. So they've been hurt in these areas or hurt by, you know, situations like this. So then they kind of like, you know, reject what they're feeling and that kind of clouds like the, because the, even when you interview people, like you're supposed to give people the benefit, the benefit of the doubt, you're supposed to be objective, you know, from like a, is that the word? Object, you're from, supposed to interview from an objective standpoint, like you're not on either side. And I feel like everybody's hurt kind of puts them on the other side. And I don't know, I feel like it, it's it's not right. Because just like she said, like, I can't fuck with niggas because of, you know, shit like that. Or like, and people feel like, you know, holding the baby is him getting sympathy. I mean, he's, the baby's 10 days old. If he's at home by himself, where where is the baby supposed to be? And like, his son sitting next to him and stuff. Like, I mean, he's just showing that he's a good dad. Like he said, like the media has a perspective of him that you know, makes him look like a piece of shit. And I agree. Like, I, always, I said that to myself, like looking at Shade Room. I don't, I don't go on Shade Room all the time. Like I go on there sometimes, but every time I go on there and I see Chris, it's always something bad. Like it's never anything positive. And I get it. Like people do positive, you know, people, you know, if they do repeatedly do negative, then you just post negative. But like, I, he just, I don't know. I, I see the, I try to see people I try to give people the benefit of the doubt and see people for what they really are and not what social media or media portrays them to be. And I don't know, I just don't feel like he's a shitty ass person. I feel like everybody is, is not everybody, but you know, the people who are condemning him are the same motherfucking people that be doing the same goddamn shit out on the streets and then come on here or come on social media and try to be perfect. Listen, okay, Roddy, I get it. That was long-winded. You, I'm going to have to get back to your ass. Let me say this, Roy, every, anybody want a man, you got to get a man like Roddy because he's going to ride for you. At the end of the day, y'all said the chain was beating the kid up. Y'all said that, uh, oh, y'all are some brutal people. Now, are you smoking a black amount? I don't smoke black amounts. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I saw you enjoying the show tonight. What'd you think of all the breakfast? Yes, let me just sum it all the way up, okay? First of all, even your listeners, they messy as fuck, okay? They need to get a motherfucking life. This young man is on here. He got his two babies. Ain't nobody saying shit positive. They just got all this negative shit to say. But they sure got some shit to say about Nene, old plastic face having ass. And Wendy fucked up foot having ass, okay? Let's get it all the way together. And then in reference to the word faggot, it's almost like when we at home, we don't mean anything, you know, bad in reference. We're not gay shaming. And I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. What I mean by that is like when you're upset with white folks, we quick to say hunky. Do we say that? 
Oh, what? And you, <clears throat> come on with it. Because my grandmother is half white. With green Your eyes. Your grandmother is not half white. You better stop with, lying. With green eyes. You better quit playing. Your okay. grandmother does not have green eyes. She does, honey. Okay. And guess what? she'll be the first to one to call. And she's light-skinned and will be the first one to call a white person that word. Okay? I need, I need to see the Ancestry.com report. <laughs> Just because I'm dark-skinned. <laughs> <laughs> girl, now you know dark skin it is not a word. Stop. Okay, look. I'm just gonna this girl. Hold on. I'm... I'm on my best behavior tonight. Why? I'm on my best behavior tonight. <laughs> I, child. My I throat. Ain't gonna lie. Her voice is funny as hell. <laughs> you said y'all messy as hell. She reminded me of chocolate. I'm screaming. She gave me a sore throat. <laughs> Wait, she was telling the truth though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love don't the fact no that Shade is getting thrown every direction. Every day I wear, right? <laughs> <laughs> Girl, wait, hold on, wait. What'd you tell me? But she cute though. Shit, I took my bra off for this motherfucking show. <laughs> <laughs> wait, listen, okay. I'm <laughs> this is just entirely too much. Now, when you gotta let your titties run free because you gotta talk shit, now you know it's a problem. Oh child. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, let me see who else is here because I'm going to go. I'm I'm 30 minutes over what I said I was going to do because I didn't want to not talk to you guys. I promise you next week this shit is going to be to get there. Let us know when you add in a live audience. Oh, I need, we need to figure that out. How do you do that? What do I do? I'm talking about like, you know, when, when you the like show in the studio not during quarantine not during that like oh, 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 oh no we doing this out of my house uh-uh no 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 oh no i'm at my home this is my i'm at my house all right but listen okay listen i while i could stay on here with y'all all night i missed all of the presidential debates so i gotta watch that this next uh segment is thoughts and prayers just so you know all right so this is where i get into what i feel or what i think not the thoughts that are in my basement Okay, so look, tonight, Joe Biden and the Cheeto in charge, you already know Donald Trump took part in the first presidential debate. I missed it because I was up here with you. But both, both of them laid down their very different versions of the country that we live in that we call America. We're only 35 days away from the most important election that we have faced in a long time. And I have to be honest, I'm nervous as hell because there's so much riding on our vote. And so I'm gonna use my platform to tell everybody how important it is. Cause things like that affect all of us, like healthcare, uh, school funding, immigration laws, and now the appointment of a new Supreme Court justice who will have the power to change the way that we live for years, including whether or not a lot of y'all watching can go to Planned Parenthood. That wasn't no shade towards Chris either. I know uh, you sound like a, a broken record or I sound like a broken record stressing how important this is. Uh, I know that you've gotten the dates over and over, but listen, 
But listen, this is greater than me and you. And look, I'm going to just give shout out to my friends at The Shade Room because today they did some dope shit for the culture. And I'm not a hater. I support them and they support me. Um, I don't know why the hell this shit just went dark. Barack Obama here. Yes, coming to you from The Shade Room. As you know, the election is coming up. And I've got just one word for you. Vote. Actually, I've got two. Vote early. Right now, from the White House on down, folks are working to keep people from voting, especially communities of color. That's because there's a lot at stake in this election. Not just our pandemic response or racial justice, but our democracy itself. So it's more important than ever to make your voice heard. We can't leave anything to chance. Just go to IWillVote.com, input your state, make your plan to vote early, and tell your friends and family to do the same. Because now is the time to fight for what we believe in. Let's go out and win this thing. So look, I don't know where it cut off. I'm frozen. Am I frozen? Okay. So I don't know where that cut off, but I'm giving shout out to the Shade Room. I think that's a major look for you to have the president of the United States pop in and show you love. I know I text that to Angie directly, but I'm saying that to all my followers. So that was dope. And listen, this election is for our kids, our grandparents. Hell, this is for all of us. Registration ends in some states next week. So make sure that you're registered. Early voting has already started in some places. Uh, and it starts next month in several states. And we all know that November 3rd, election day, we must show up to the polls like they're giving away those free Popeye chicken sandwiches that y'all was fighting over. And uh, you don't want to hear from me. Uh, you already heard it from our former black president. So either way, you've heard it from me. You've heard it from him. I'm over the production for today. That's a wrap. Next week, I'm not bringing no guests because I want to spend my entire night gagging on hot topics and talking with all of you. But until then, have a great week. I love you all. Thank you for the super chats. Thank you for sticking with me. And I know that the, the, a lot of you are going to come back next week. And those of you that who, who don't, uh, that's okay because I'm in love with the people that who do. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook. And you can follow us on Instagram at Hollywood Unlocked. Uh, these are all of our social media handles. Make sure you're subscribed to all of them so you get the announcement. Also, uh, we're streaming this. So you can listen to it on our uh, streaming everywhere, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, you know, whatever. We're there. Watch us on YouTube. <sighs> Bye. Bye. Bye.